Party with man up, man up, man up, man up, Getting you ready for Jamaica Carnival. It is an experience indeed. Let me extend my apologies. Extend my apologies. Extend my apologies. I'm not crossing a weak street. Let me extend my apologies. Extend my apologies. Extend my apologies. I'm not going to small for entry of the century. Carnival 2023 kicks off in higher gear <laughs> next week. Extend my apologies. Extend my apologies. I'm not crossing a weak street. Let me extend my apologies. Extend my apologies. Extend my apologies. I'm not going to small fret. Let me extend my apologies. Only big fret with big flag going overhead like canopy. Rag in my back pocket with a white vest, sneakers and wallabies. Knife tips and tight pants. I never really read none of these. I this one is my carnival anthem. Hard fat bungee garland. Everybody gunners and goofy bungee all you pushing power still If it's me and only be with power on a hill I come here for the stand up I come to party with the hand up So all soca people for you two one in the year You two one in the year You two one in the year I never come here for the stand up I come to party with my hand up All soca people for you two one in the year Happy Monday! Hope y'all had a wonderful weekend. I certainly did. Ready to take on the week? New month! Yeah! It is April indeed. to start partying real hard this weekend in Jamaica and if you plan to be there take advantage of the excitement and the vibrancy and the music Good excuse 
place to get on bad have a good time thank you so much to everyone online listening right now to coffee and toe world news on the go it is move it monday and we do it in soca style Coming up, we're going to have the headlines, what we're going to be talking about today. News from all around the world. Move, excuse me. Let me pass. You don't want to have fun? Then move your sob. You do like soca. Then what you doing here? You don't know when jab jab drink rum. We do not care. What's the life of the body? Is in our hands. But the rum's. How can you not like soca? All my haters normally I duck you, but the way I drink me rum now, I want to tell you. He tell me pick up something, anything. Rum tell me to grab something, anything. I just want to pick up something, anything. Watch how I go grab something, anything. Rum tell me to run, run with it, run, run with it, run, run with it. Pick up something. One of my favorite genres. Want a good workout? Put on some soca music. No matter what rum we drink, you are guaranteed to burn some calories. Let that heart rate pumping, folks. Indeed, it's time for us to go ahead and let you know what is coming up for conversation today. Headlines from around the world. But first, I have to say good morning. Gotta say good morning to everyone logged on and listening on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Thank you and good morning to everyone here with me on Clubhouse, my studio audience. It is Monday, April the 3rd. Yes, we have started Chapter 4. It is also Move It Monday and as always, we do it in Soka Styling. Thank 
you so much for joining me for Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. It's where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget you can find me on TikTok, Moments with Me Media, on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on Twitter, Me Media Moments. And the mean everything is, am I? Coming up later on, 10 p.m. Eastern, go ahead and set your alarms. It is the return of Days After Dark, Real Relationship Talk. Do what you like, to keep it all inside. Say good morning. ought to be up by now and here are the headlines we have coming up for you today one cup of coffee then i'll go one cup of coffee then i'll go Out of the Caribbean corner, Belize imposes stricter travel rules for Jamaicans and Haitians. Guyana to train 1,000 registered nurses annually. Haitian man stabs U.S. tourists in Turks and Caicos Islands. Out of the Dominican Republic, Haitian who built a helicopter gets his student visa. Out of Jamaica, there is a ban on incandescent bulbs that went into effect over the weekend. Senate gives nod to Companies Act amendments and wholeness announces a 70 million US dollar investment to improve the Sangster International Airport. Also out of Jamaica, St. Thomas has been declared the top onion producer in the Caribbean. And on the sports scene, Heidel wins historic first girls champs title. And KC retains the boys crown. And Bacchanal comes of age. We're going to talk about that as Carnival is set to kick off into higher gear. Yes, I said higher because we've been partying all year. <laughs> I know, as if the year is, um, I'm something as though we're down in October, right? No, but still. Anyway, yeah, so back in all comes of age. Uh, on the international scene, one dead as violence rocks in eastern India during a Hindu festival. And UK Home Secretary says Rwanda is safe for asylum seekers. Mystery baby reunited with her mother 54 days after the Turkey earthquakes. And we have some new music from Davido. News out of North America caught in camera. California woman arrested after violent carjacking. One dead and three wounded in gang-related shooting outside L.A. Trader Joe's. Kentucky becomes the 38th state to legalize marijuana after Governor Andy Bashir signs a bill into law. 
And a Texas man shoots and kills a thief that stole his truck after tracking its location with an Apple AirTag. Trump set to deliver remarks Tuesday night after his arraignment. What are you going to say, Trump? Anyway, in business and tech news, McDonald's to close offices briefly ahead of layoffs. McDonald's is laying off. Oh, wow. This is one of the worst times to buy a car in decades, and we're going to talk about why. And in health and science, we're going to talk about building a better brain through music, dance, and poetry. I've always believed that music is... um very helpful um, when it comes to dementia and Alzheimer's patients. And I'll give you my um, perspective on that. In sports news, uh, when we talk about the NCAA men's basketball final, well, UConn and San Diego, San Diego State are set for the finals. I must say the Hurricanes and the Owls, we are very proud of you. Two South Florida teams for the first time making it to the final four. All right. And believe it or not, stories of Florida grandmother has been charged with aggravated manslaughter after leaving a seven-month-old granddaughter in a hot car. But guess what? That ain't her first rodeo. She also killed her grandson. Yes, I'm saying killed and, you know. But anyway, we're going to talk about that. Georgia Resource Officer captured on camera grabbing a teacher by the neck. And a health researcher commits suicide after chat ai chat box encourages him to do so you know i'm really interested to see what they're gonna do blame ai for this you know it's what we do you know we blame everybody for everything that happens to us all right we're gonna have the details of those stories and more and of course great conversation and always music uh here's a little more soca to wake you up get you going and for those of you who are in jamaica and are heading to jamaica and will be going to jamaica carnival i so grudge you right now
want you So come give me all of that you I say best believe Oh yeah, oh yeah When I find it, girl, I not move it Oh, you're grooving it Baby, please Oh yeah, oh yeah So girl, I'm hoping that I not too late What she do? What she do? What she do? Happy Monday! Thank you so much to everyone logged on and listening on the quality music zone qmzradio.com and janoradio.com getting you all ready for the carnival weekend let's kicks off this weekend in Jamaica, let me be specific. Twenty-five after the top of the hour, got somewhere to be at the bottom. You have five minutes to be there. The first story we have coming up out of the Caribbean corner where Belize has imposed stricter travel rules for Jamaican and Haitians. It's a little concerning to me because I'm thinking we're all one Caribbean. But hey, let me talk about that. I'm here for unity, not division, not making it harder on each other. But here I go in my fairy tale world as usual. Thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. If you're listening online and you want to be a part of the conversation, go ahead and join us via Clubhouse. The app is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. And when you get on, just search for Coffee in Tow. We'll be happy to have you. I just wanna wind your body. I just wanna wind your body down. I just wanna give you some love. I just wanna flex and put it on. Drop your guards, don't worry. Just let it come wind me up again now. I just wanna wind your body. When the lights go down, wind every wind to the ground. Wind every wind to the ground. When the lights go down, bubble your free bubble to the sound. Bubble your free bubble to the sound. When the lights go down, love all your bumper. Lights go down, and the strong rum soaking up. The sun of Facebook, y'all. But it's time for the poking up. Tell your girlfriends I'm coming. Make a little room for the bad man. Tonight is pure rubber dubbing. I go and light you up like a lantern. I just wanna wind your body. Gonna squeeze in one more, and then we go ahead and get into the details. I just wanna flex and put it on. It is 
Move It Monday. And as we always do every Monday, we do it in Soka Styling. Get you ready to take on the week. Get that blood pumping. It's feel-good music. Yeah, well, for me at least. Puts me in a good mood. No matter what I got to face. Got some Soka music. I'm good to go. Why you wanna come get it? Long time you wanna let the rude boy wet it. Say she wanna play, wanna taste of my love. Oh, she can't wait for my love. Mm, so baby, come my way. Wine with precision, girl, concentrate. You can't get away if you sample my love, girl. The one thing we show about. So let me have some fun, yeah, all night long. We wanna drink from the weekend, come we want more. Girl, come over now, baby. I just wanna fill your cup till the sun comes up, girl. Trouble, I put you all up against the wall. I want you to hold me, girl, and I let go. Nice and slow, then the good vibe flow. I go party hard, and I don't know I'm a kid with you tonight. So, baby girl, let me have some fun. Yeah, all night long, we are go drink rum till summer's done. We were more fight, we more than ready. Keep them on right up till the sun comes up. Can we do more music and less news? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm in such a good mood. Thank you, Soka Music. I always appreciate what Soka does for me. It is the bottom of the hour. It is time for us to go ahead and get into the details. Talk about what we have to <sighs> stress over today. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. Also, thank you once again to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the converse- conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. It is where I read the news and we share our views. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at me Media Moments on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on TikTok. Moments with me media and the me in everything is MI. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Enough music, they say. Yeah, we got to get into the business of it. <laughs> Absolutely, Rosolo. Soka is for good vibes only. Okay. So, hold on a second. I'm checking out something. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll tell you in a little bit what's coming up tomorrow on the Rosolo show. But for now, we're going to go ahead and get into the business. Belize, 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 Belize. 
imposes stricter travel rules for Jamaicans and Haitians. Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. Haitians have lost their privilege to enter Belize visa-free, while Jamaicans must show proof that they have paid for their lodging before they enter the country as part of new immigration protocols adopted today. The Belizean government announced the decision after cabinet met earlier this week and discussed how nationals from both Caribbean community island nations are using Belize as a transit point for their attempts to cross into the United States illegally. After a thorough discussion on the increasing number of visitors who are using Belize as a transit country to use the United States, Cabinet determined that Belize will invoke Article 226A of the revised Treaty of Chagaramas, which will allow for the Minister of Immigration to immediately, right now, okay, impose a visa requirement for Haitians wishing to visit Belize and to require Jamaican nationals to provide evidence of fully paid, not even refundable, it's got to be a non-refundable hotel reservation prior, prior to boarding flights to Belize. Both Jamaica and Haiti are signatories to the CARICOM Single Market and Economy, which is uh, known as CSME, which allows... Um, nationals of member countries to travel freely between states for business, cultural, and tourism purposes. A ministerial task force to address rampant smuggling occurring across Belize. The Minister of Foreign Affairs, Foreign Trade, and Immigration will chair the task force with Uh, which will include the Minister of Home Affairs and New Growth Industries and Minister of Tourism and Diaspora Relations. Isn't this what we have come down to? That we have to take these measures as it relates to Haitians and Jamaicans? So Jamaicans, you have to now show um, non-refundable hotel reservations before you even Get on a flight to go to Belize. And Haitians, you have to have a visa. Do Sounds harsh. I do understand the, the necessity to make such a move. But is that the answer? Is that the only way to combat the situation? Because let me tell you this. Belize. People will do what they need to do to get what they need to get. Oh, yeah. You think that's going to stop them? Do we really see this as a deterrent? I don't. I really don't see it as a way to truly curb the situation. Do I have an answer? No, sorry, I do not. I haven't had much time to think. But how many times have people got their visas from all around the world. Say they want to come to the U.S. They go to the embassies in their countries, get the visitors' visas, buy their tickets, come here legally, but then they decide not to leave. Can't the same thing happen in Belize where I will, you know, as a Haitian, I will go get my visa and then go to Belize. And how are you going to stop me now after I'm there legally? 
so too with jamaicans i have purchased <clears throat> excuse me i have made hotel reservations <clears throat> excuse me non-refundable shown it to you will that really stop anything let's be realistic for a second i don't know or am i letting you <laughs> probably i'm talking too much sending them back to the drawing board to come up with something else not that i want them to say no jamaicans and no haitians i don't want that at all because you may very well have people who are going there to look for family for example i do have family in belize right and i'm sure haitians have family in belize so you don't want to now cut off that relationship altogether not allowing people to be able to travel so go back to the drawing board is all i'm gonna say for now if anyone else has any suggestions i would be happy to hear them i honestly don't think you can truly stop illegal quote-unquote migration i don't think so at all but hey worth a shot it's just that people now have to come up with more money <laughs> all right next up we head on over to guyana guyana to train 1000 registered nurses annually story courtesy of caribbean.loopnews.com starting next month the ministry of health will be rolling out a registered nursing program aimed at training 1000 people annually and upon successful completion persons are being guaranteed a job within the health sector in about a month's time we're going to open up to the general public and to persons who are qualified we're opening a call for persons who are interested in doing the registered nursing program we want to start a program with 1000 persons this year that's according to minister of health dr frank anthony when speaking on saturday he made the announcement while delivering an address at the commissioning of a comprehensive diabetes center located in east coast demerara uh, I do have a question, though, but I must say this before I ask my questions. Uh, persons who are interested in the program are required to have a minimum of five CSE subjects, and those subjects must include math and English. Again, interested persons in the program are required to have a minimum of five cse subjects and those subjects must include math and english all right um oh i found my answer to was what i was about to ask so i won't ask the question again so i'll just tell you the answer the health minister said the target is to train three thousand people in nursing over the next three years so i do have another question though will those three thousand people all remain in guyana and i'm saying this because i know a couple of weeks ago we spoke about brain drain as it relates to developing countries and developed countries always um offering some packages you know they know how to market their countries and then they pull away your people after you've trained them they pull them away you know for them to migrate and develop their health sector all right um i will say this to guyana as i will to any other caricom country or any other developing country 
if you trained your medical personnel, and I'm going to just hone in on the medical field right now, nurses, doctors, if you trained them, I would negotiate some sort of deal, if it is not already in place, negotiate some sort of deal where there has to be some reimbursement from the the receiving country for example the u.s the uk canada you want my people you're gonna pay me for my people you can't just take my people away from me if that's reasonable go ahead good morning donald Hi, morning, morning. Usually when government has those training programs, they usually bond the participants for one or two years or whatever it is to ensure that they could um, recuperate the cost of the training somewhat by the, the trained personnel offering service. However, I think they also has to offer a job along with that because you can't tell me I cannot seek employment when you cannot employ me. Right. Alternatively, as you said, maybe they could make arrangements. But in any developing state, when you're training professionals, you have to put a buffer in there for brain drain because it is inevitable. Yeah. So either you provide the local jobs or make it make sure that you train for the jobs that are in demand in your society, or and or you put something in place. To, to cater for a percentage of these people, you know, migrating or being st stolen from you. Mm -hmm. On the point of the earlier point you made about the Belize, yes. I think it's more. I think it's more a case of um, Belize coming under pressure mm -hmm. to do something and not um, seem complicit in the immigrant. This whole immigrant stuff. Okay. Hence the reason why they probably put something in place to show, hey, we're doing something. Mm. Because notice they only put it to Jamaica and Haiti. Yes. So most, more than likely, these are the, the two countries that was highlighted when whatever was said or negotiated, Asian was made, happened. Mm -hmm. Because if you have other deals, you have to look at it from the governmental level, where if you have other deals and bilateral contracts and stuff that is pending or that you're working on or relationships that you have, especially with the U.S. And they're saying, well, you know, you can't be partnering with us and being complicit in this, this people trying to come here and causing a problem for us. So you have to be shown as doing something from your end to mitigate that. So I think that's more the case mm -hmm. as opposed to them trying to deter Jamaicans or Haitian coming there, to tell you the truth. And that's a good point. Yeah, that's a, I never thought about that. That's a great point, Donald. They have to show as though they're doing something. You know, kind of like when people work from home and not at the computer, but they find a way to keep the... Or even if they're at the computer, they just move the mouse around to make it seem as though they're working. <laughs> I never heard about that one. It seem as though we're doing something. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I totally. But I, I really think is that I don't think it's a case that they're trying to deter visits or so, but it has to show that they were doing something. Yeah, it makes sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. But you know, I was having a conversation over the weekend, um, Donald. What can we do to m minimize 
the migration, right? People leaving their countries and wanting to go to the U.S. or Canada or, or U.K., um, mostly the U.S., <clears throat> excuse me. And the, the, the truth is, I think there has to be something that the governments of each country is willing to do so that people are less inclined to leave. Now, the truth is, you have some people, no matter what, they're not leaving them country. You better believe that. They are not leaving their country no matter how hard it gets. They love their country. I know um, James had pointed out more than on more than one occasion that a lot of times people are not leaving because they want to leave. It's because of the economics of the situation. So what are governments prepared to do? Because the truth is we could, you know, the first world countries don't really care that they're draining your country. They're only looking out for their best interest. And they're going to make it seem as though they care about the citizens of your country by pulling them away. Real and true, it's about building th themselves up. So how can government leaders sit down with um, the government leaders of developing countries, sit down with the developed countries and see what can be done? What kind of brainstorming can happen to um, make people want to stay in their country and recognize that, you know what? running to the u.s isn't as is all, it's not all that it's caked up to be we understand we need jobs and how are we going to create these jobs and with the job creation how are we going to see to it that these people have livable wages that they and i, I think you have pointed out before donna the truth is everybody's you know we all say we want to be millionaires but the truth is that's not the the end goal People want to know that they can live, they can survive, they can have a balanced lifestyle, not um, just get up every day and it's work, 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 but working to live, being able to enjoy themselves, being able to take care of their education, um, their families, sorry, being able to get a good education, being able to put food on the table, pay their bills without having to tear their hair out. A moment. The bottom line is to 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 get people to stay. You have to provide better conditions, working, economic, and otherwise. But that will only dissuade, um, prevent a certain percentage. There is this fad of going to the U.S. and to Europe and stuff like that that you would not get away from in developing states because it's it's just a fad. Mm -hmm. People don't, most people don't, a lot of people, some of these people don't do no real research to see would their life be better off or not, or what would the economic condition be, and what transition has to be made, etc. They just want to go to the U.S. because it's a thing. Mm -hmm. So you have to realize that you wouldn't get rid of some of that. But to prevent migration or to minimize migration, you just have to in make the living standards underground better. That's why I'm surprised that the U.S. don't put more emphasis in helping redevelop South and Central America from their exploitation that caused some of the devastating conditions that's there. Mm -hmm. If they really want to fix migration, just make life better for these people where they are. Most people would not migrate 
if they can take care of their family and themselves. Because most people love their countries mm-hmm. for the most part. They, they like their life. Or they are, people are afraid of change. But if you drive people to a point of desperation, of course they will go where there is milk and honey, or there is allegedly milk and honey. So you wouldn't get rid of some of the economic migration, but you can do a much better job of making sure that the transitions are not as they are today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Dono. Thank you. Alright, next Alright, Haitian man stabs a U.S. tourist in Turks and Caicos Islands. Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. A 35-year-old Haitian national was arrested by police on the Turks and Caicos Islands after he allegedly stabbed an American tourist. The Royal Turks and Caicos Islands Police Force said Santos Charles allegedly attacked the 48-year-old tourist with a knife during a confrontation in the vicinity of Salt Mills, Grace Bay. The injured man was rushed to Cheshire Hall Medical Center where he was treated. Police said Charles was arrested at the scene and taken into custody. In a statement, Commissioner of Police Trevor Botting commented, saying that the attack was the second act of aggression allegedly carried out by the man within a 24-hour period. Caicos Islands Police Force will continue investigations into the factual circumstances surrounding the incident. The top cop called on witnesses to come forward and assist police with their investigation. And some good news out of Haiti. And I'm just waiting for the translation on this one. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to go back to that. Um, so I came across a TikTok video this morning uh, with Stephen Marley speaking. Let me pull it up in the meantime while I'm waiting for the translation to be complete so he was talking about not being able to rent a villa in jamaica because he's jamaican which kind of sounds weird but um i was a little distracted while listening to it so i'm gonna listen to it again with everyone because i want to make sure i'm not missing the point here okay let me see it's not really change like you know what I say, like the same thing, Rasta did face discrimination, but no other Rasta, Jamaican. You know what I say? So it's really strange to me. Saying that this what were they, about 2024 or whatever. So them kind of thing we have to deal with. In a Jamaica. Discrimination mm. against Jamaica. Me can't get a place because the only reason I can't get it is because I am Jamaican. What that what that? And I'm still trying to come to terms with What that? That's the only reason I don't say you know anything about me? Well, you, well you, I mean, you never repeat, never prison record or something where you are. Just because I'm a Jamaican, you're going to deny me that. What that? That's because they should, is, no, 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 I'm discriminatory like a Jamaica. You can discriminate against Jamaica and a Jamaica. Well, according to, to, to what, we, what the government told the United Nations at the third last month, we don't have any of that. No, we have to have that. So, so um, in terms of discrimination, we don't, we don't have any discrimination in so, so, so it's interesting that this is what we are hearing from the story. But here is Ziggy Marley, um, Minister, Minister Grange, this is Ziggy, and, and he was denied access 
to a villa because it's Jamaican. It means that we have to look again, Minister. We have to look again. But that's something it. is wrong. <laughs> Something, something, you see? We didn't think we alone. We don't know. No, honestly, it might sound like you know what you're saying. Now, I'm going to tell them that I have the experience. Because now I know. You understand? I'm going to tell them that I'm glad you know. Because now I know. Now I know. I experience it now. So I can deal with it now. You understand? On a different level. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah. We're going to take another break. Um, we're talking about the privatization of beaches in Jamaica, the lack of access um, to, to, to beaches in Jamaica. Nepal has said on this station yesterday that we are peddling in misinformation, that we're not losing access to the beaches. So I want to ask Nepal about Mami Bay Beach and about Reggae Beach. I live very near to Reggae Beach. I used to jump down there and just jump on the beach. Now, I just green fence Missy gone up and God would have it and the ancestors would have it. It's a big tree drop on our fence and tear it down because it means we don't have to tear it down. But we're still free to God because they'll put the chains on us, um, on our minds. So we, we, we're still, it, it, we, we're now living in fear of, of accessing the water. You know, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Before I um, support Ziggy, I um I'm gonna say this though, Mr. Marley. Um no Jamaican should have to pay double the price to access the museum because they don't have their Jamaican ID with them. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say that real quick. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. What type of fracking angle I just walked in on? <laughs> yes. So the Ziggy Marley was not able to rent a villa in Jamaica because he is Jamaican. And then he is highlighting, as many others have spoken about, the discrimination of Jamaicans by Jamaicans. The discrimination against Jamaicans by Jamaicans. But I just had to throw that in because when we went to the Bob Marley Museum, Marlon and I did not have our Jamaican IDs, right? I didn't have my driver's license or my passport. He didn't have his Jamaican passport. And as such, we had, even though we speak Jamaican, you know, everybody thinks speaking Jamaican means it's, it's Patwa, right? We speak Jamaican. Um, but because we didn't have the IDs, we had to pay more. We had to pay the U.S. rate to enter the museum. So while we are going to, <laughs> so while we're going to um, talk about the discrimination of Jamaicans against Jamaican, I would really call on the um, Bob Marley Foundation to take, or whoever runs the museum to take a look at that spoke in your all wheel, you know, the beam in your eye. But I said, pick it out first before you pick it out of somebody else. I'm going to just leave that right there. But, but, moments, but moments, why why should they adjust their policy because you was negligent and didn't carry your ID? The truth is I didn't know we needed to have the ID. That is the honest truth. If I knew, yeah. I would have done what I needed to do. But So what if I go there with some broken Jamaican and decide I, I'm a Jamaican, I want to pay less? <laughs> how, how do they really verify it? Okay, I'm a J Jamaican with an accent. I'm a Jamaican. I mean... When it comes to policies, sometimes you have to put something in place that's generally acceptable. And yes, it might create some inconvenience for some people. But not because you come and you speak the best Jamaican. <laughs> you should be able to go in. 
and and here's the next thing why because i'm american supposedly i'm supposed to pay a different fee shouldn't it be one price i was gonna say that javette i would no no one no price. i totally no your price discriminate because you want to prioritize your citizen most exactly. countries do that they, they they subsidize so essentially what they're saying is that it costs a hundred dollars to go but because you're a citizen we subsidize 50 for you so that's a perk so yes most people do that and that's okay because i don't think you should be charging locals the same thing you're charging tourists it's an advantage you know and it's a benefit for being jamaican so that's why they usually discriminate in a lot of these attractions in most countries in most countries yeah i agree with you donald i'm just being facetious i do agree but at the same time no but honestly go ahead javette go right ahead javette where are you i'm i'm sorry i'm getting a red bar go ahead moments no no you go you go you go You're saying that it's an incentive to be Jamaican, so you pay less, right? Mm -hmm. Why are y'all paying at all? Why are y'all paying at all? Because you have to maintain the facility, and it costs money to run the facility, to keep it in tip-top shape, to make sure the exhibits and everything is okay, to hire professionals that can give the different narrations and the different tours that is necessary, educated people, people that are, has to be trained in specific areas. Um, your, your money but, overhead but, has to be covered. But you're charging tourists double. That should yeah. make up for the other part of the money that you're not making from the citizens of Jamaica. No, you're giving us, you're not charging tourists double. You're giving Jamaicans a discount. And the, 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 the fact that the tourists are not getting a discount is what is helping to pay for the operations. So Jamaicans is given a, a benefit because they're Jamaican. So if I come, if you, if you go, for instance, to one of these, let's say the Sam's Club and so on, you get a discount because you're a member. So by being a Jamaican, you, you, you'll get a discount. It's not that you're charging them less. I see both sides of the fence. Honestly, I do. I really see both sides of the fence. I see the business aspect of it, and I see the um, <laughs> Jamaican side of it so to speak for the world of a better term so good morning to everyone just joining us here on coffee and toe i played a clip um ziggy marley's experience about not being able to rent a villa in jamaica because he's jamaican and i was being a little facetious and talking about my experience as a jamaican visiting the bob marley museum on hope road in kingston and i had to pay the tourist rate because i did not have my jamaican id with me and if you are a jamaican and you go there if you live in a jamaica whatever and you go there and without your id and you want to go in be prepared to pay the tourist rate because you don't have your jamaican id and i'm saying i think that's a little unfair just a little just a little unfair but hey what can i say but Donald is making great points too. He's saying, you know, rules are rules. And <laughs> I'm not saying you have to be hard on fast, you know. Uh -huh. But what I'm saying is I can understand 
from a business perspective where they're coming from. And you want to promote it that people ought to have the ID because every day you have, you don't want to have a staff making a discretionary, you know, judgment. And sometimes that in itself causes chaos. Yeah. And oftentimes we don't want to do what we know we have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, only Sigi not being able to rent a villa because he's from there. I mean, that's just ludicrous because he's Jamaican. But, you, you know, but I can understand why some of these policies go. If, right. it's a, if, it, if, it's, if it's, for instance, like you see beaches and products that are public good, yes, they are covered charge for the tourists, but listen, I don't think anybody in the Caribbean should pay to go on any beach in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. It's that simple because I think it's part of our heritage, it's part of what, you know, yes, you could implement a little maintenance fee, but sometimes we get ridiculous once you start. So the government ought to just cover the costs for those things. Because yeah. sometimes one administration might intend it to be just a stipend to help, and then the other, so another administration come and use it as some way to, de- to deter people so they could try to sell the beaches. And, you know the whole history of these things. Right. But I can understand charging a fee to go to use some of these attractions yeah good points all around (laughs) but it's interesting though and i know people in the comments on tiktok were saying well tell us which villa is it is so we can burn it down no folks i'm not going to support that i'm not going to support the destruction of someone's property because you don't know what them had to go through to put up that property you really don't know what we need is for conversation now i would recommend that he speak with the minister of tourism so the minister of tourism can have a meeting with villa owners to understand why they take that stance if they're taking that stance and why they're taking that stance and work out something, because we should not be telling our Jamaican people, I don't want you at my villa. We shouldn't be. Now I'm going to jump on the other side of the fence and, and put some, uh, you know, throw a monkey's wrench in there. Could it be that the reason this person said no to Jamaicans, they don't care who you are, is because they've had a bad experience or bad experiences renting to Jamaicans? I'm going to tell you this. I reposted a video on TikTok of that Flor Cubana put up talking about the, um, having to grill up your houses in Jamaica. Now, she also in the video did not say it was just Jamaica. She said, if you have to do it in your country, drop the name of your country, right? Because me know it's not Jamaica alone. But I find that some of us are a little ignorant and we don't take the time to listen to a video, video in its entirety. Or we just don't want to own the truth. So I reposted that video and um, someone in the comments said, let, let me just, I don't want to misquote. I want to make sure I have it right because I don't want to tell no lie upon nobody. Uh, let me go to it. Okay. So one comment was, so which Jamaica you there? Jamaica, Queens? Because the accent, they now cut it and not every home in Jamaica is like that. So stop. Let me play the video for y'all so you can hear it. Uh, let me rewind. Jamaica. Here, you probably don't know this about Jamaica. Here in this beautiful island, we design our houses like prisons to keep us safe. My house has more grills and padlocks than any penitentiary. Let me out. No matter which window me want to look out of, 
Grill always dede. Behind your wooden door, grill dede. So, member, the next time you want to complain about your house are foreign, member say in Jamaica, the people them live like in a prison cell. Don't get me wrong, Minoa say we is the only country that grill up. So if you like Jamaicans upset your house like a prison, drop the name of your country in the comments. Thanks so much for watching. And she was not lying. And I can tell you firsthand, we've had our house broken into. We've had more than one of our houses broken into. We had one house where we eventually had to sell it because every month them broke into the house and clean out the furniture. And it gets to a point where it's frustrating. We've built houses and we can't sell them unless they're grilled up. People don't want them to buy unless we have grill installed in them. So what's the problem? Is she lying? So why are we getting so defensive about it? Where is she from? She's yeah, from Cuba. She's married to a Jamaican, has been living oh, in Jamaica for yeah, over I'm 20 sorry. years. Hey, hey good morning. Hi, good morning. So basically, I got... So I was listening to you, but I'm not listening to you. Mm -hmm. So I'm listening to you because I'm, I'm supporting them, tuned in, but I'm not really, you know, mm -hmm. like sometimes I'm very involved. So I'm just... Yeah, so that caught my attention, just hearing her talk. Mm-hmm. And that's why I asked you where she was yeah. from. That's what that's why I got in, I got involved into the conversation here by hearing her voice. Yeah. So she's Cuban, has been living in Jamaica, married to a Jamaican for over 20 plus years. She has businesses in Jamaica. She's invested in Jamaica. Right? She has invest she even moved her parents to Jamaica. She loves Jamaica. She will tell you firsthand that she's brand Jamaica. She's going to support Jamaica. Anything, clothing, jewelry, whatever. She makes sure she sources it in Jamaica first before she goes international. But we need to be honest. In Miami, people grill up them house in Miami. This is the USA. The people girls don't work in Jamaica because they the, the, the teeth them know how to go around grill. They need to care the security system more. Well, let me tell you something. The grill that we had to put up on our house is worse than what them have out of, um, what you call it, general penitentiary. Trust me. We mm. are so grilled in. And we had no choice but to do that. No choice. Yeah. My aunt my aunt, them have grill. They, they live in, they live in, they from Greater Portmore. And you know how much teeth, I don't know how the teeth got in their house, but the teeth got in their house. Like early morning too, like five o'clock in the morning. They six o'clock in the morning they're waking up and somebody running out the house. <laughs> Let me tell you. So she's not wrong. And I'm not saying it's everywhere in Jamaica, but for the most part, most places have grilled Jamaica. She ain't lying. All right, so the story from Haiti came up. A Haitian who built a helicopter gets his student visa, courtesy of Haiti.loopnews.com. Would Jerry Lewis, this young Haitian who built a prototype helicopter, received his student visa on Wednesday, March 29, from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of the Dominican Republic? It is the Dominican senator of the province, Maria Trinidad Sanchez, Alexis Victoria Webb, who recommended the visa for the young Haitian technician who joined last February the Las Americas Training Center 
for piloting lessons. This crucial step in the information of the young man who was possible thanks to the financial support of the foundation of this same Dominican senator, allowing Wood Jerry to cover his registration fees. The news of the granting of the student visa to the young technician was reported by the Dominican media El Nuevo Diario, according to which Wood Jerry Lewis will start taking his courses from next April 4. We wish him success in his new adventure. Awesome young man. Keep going. Wow. It's amazing. Okay, next up, ban on incandescent bulbs went into effect over the weekend in Jamaica. In 2018, CARICOM decided to ban incandescent lighting, and in September last year, Cabinet approved the ban. The ban prohibits the import, export, and manufacture, as well as the distribution and sale or purchase of the items. The Ministry of Energy says the move was made in an effort to promote efficiency and energy conservation, as well as protect consumers from having underperforming light bulbs while providing tangible energy savings. According to studies done by the minister as well as JPS, switching from 60-watt incandescent bulbs to 9-watt LED bulbs in the home could reduce energy consumption by 85%. The minister recommends the use of LED bulbs as they are energy-saving and have greater longevity. LED lighting products typically last three to five times longer than contact fluorescent bulbs, or 30 times longer than an incandescent bulb. Furthermore, it is estimated that replacing such bulbs with higher efficiency lighting like LEDs could save Jamaica 1.3 billion Jamaican dollars per annum. So, is it saving Jamaica or saving Jamaicans? That's what I want to know. And yes, there is a difference between saving Jamaica and saving Jamaicans. Because it could very well mean that it will save the government, right, in expense, but they're still going to lick the Jamaicans as if nothing has been done. So I hope they're going to pass it off to the Jamaicans so we can feel some ease. I've already said that it is just ridiculous. And for the amount of load shedding that they can have sometimes, Sometimes you're without electricity for the whole day. And if you don't have solar and you don't have um, a generator, you sit down and pray and wish for the light to hurry up and come back. Go right ahead. Yeah, don't, um, that's, that might be a savings. And yes, we can do. We have to do all that we can in areas to cut down our uh, energy consumption. I find it interesting that CARICOM would pass a rule that would ban incandescent lights throughout CARICOM, but can I come up with a comprehensive plan for alternative energy, given that energy is such a big part of every CARICOM country budget? I just find it very interesting. And I think there are other ways and other things that can be done to help lower the cost of fuel and the cost of um, energy in in Caribbean drastically. Mm -hmm. But as I say, it's a start. It's a start. Here, here's, the, here's what they can do to um, Donald. If they're not going to pass off the savings or pass on the savings to the Jamaican public, use that $1.3 billion that you're still going to generate from the Jamaicans when they pay the light bill 
and set up a so set up solar farms but my understanding it will be automatic saving because because it is initiated from the homes if you use a better light bulb mm -hmm. then you just don't burn as much electricity um, so your bill should be relatively Donald you know no JPS you know understand <laughs> That is the thing. I forget to understand how JPS work, you see. So they're making it look as though they, they you know, law JPS and I have a bad rap. I'm so sorry to have to stick it to you like this. But <laughs> you could turn off almost every light. Save every, as much as you can. And your light bill still high. Still high. Remember, we're talking last week. You better not even turn on your AC. And as it relates to Airbnbs, and that, you know, it's important that the guests in these Airbnbs turn off the AC because you can end up with a bill well over 100,000 quite easily. Try another millions. <laughs> yeah, I want to try another millions, um, Daniel. Uh, you lock off everything. Say, so I take a look at quick, quick trip, go far and come back. And you get a light bill, one million dollar. I was like, wait, you know what I mean? So yeah, that, that's JPS. I'm a joking moment, I tell you. <laughs> what about NWC? Your water, your water. After you have the water because the pump broke down, right? So thank God you have tanks. And when rain fall, your tank them full up. But yet the the water bill still the same, like water coming from. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Dre. Um, Daniel, you need a break in Jamaica. <laughs> Oh my gosh! If it's not NWC revenue, JPS I get you. So I go. <laughs> I'm sorry. JPS do better. And I'm not gonna pretend like it not happened. It happened. I saw it go. Right? Um let's see what they do, Donnell. Let's see. <laughs> I, I just think we could use um it's time that we continue to continue to call on CARICOM or continue to call on Caribbean states to look for comprehensive solutions for the region. Mm -hmm. Let's come up with solutions where everybody could benefit. If we're going to win this so we do feasibility analysis and stuff, we try to spread the costs around, you know, to reduce the, the price of implementation for certain things. We start to work together regardless of who in power or who not in power on some basics that everybody needs that doesn't change from election cycle to election cycle and see how we can impact something at a macro level that will trickle down to every economy. Mm -hmm. I think it's time we start to have these comprehensive, not just conversations, but start to put things in place with, with hard dates and hard deadlines to, to start an implementation program because we're really good at talking. Yeah. We, we need an implementation strategy to, to, to curb some of the ills in our, in, our, in our countries and communities. And um, I think it's time that we start something like that. Right. And start looking at the individual country trying to negotiate certain things. And they said, if we're going to solar, and we know every Caribbean, find a way at the CARICOM level or at some level to find some agreement where we will come up with a comprehensive plan to just improve solar in the region, to improve hydroelectricity in the region, to improve wind power. Whatever it is we decide to do that is a net benefit to every economy, let's look at a comprehensive solution so that we can move forward. So it doesn't matter which election cycle is in, 
that everybody is on board. And it will create massive savings and benefits and a lot of economic activities throughout the region. I support that. So it's going to take people like us here on Caffeine too, other Caribbean nationals to reach out to the CARICOM um, representatives for, and we have to keep pushing them. We will have to drown them with, this, I, with these ideas because that, that, it's great. It's a good suggestion. And we cannot leave out Cuba and Haiti in our solutions. After time, we treat them like stepchildren. We have to work with all the countries in the region. Some projects will be easier to implement because you have the OECS that actually basically operate as a unit in certain spaces. Mm -hmm. But we have to be all inclusive. Yeah. And I see no reason why we can find neutral projects that we can work across every territory with regardless to political differences and stuff like that. I agree. I totally agree. Thank you so much, Donald. Next up, Senate gives nod to Companies Act amendments. Story courtesy of JamaicaObserver.com. Imagine trying to use your credit card on Amazon or another site to purchase something which you cannot obtain here and being told that your credit card is not recognized because it is a Jamaican credit card. That is the level to which we would be placing our country at risk, Senator Kamina Johnson-Smith said on Friday as the Upper House passed amendments to the Companies Act to strengthen Jamaica's anti-money laundering and combating financing of terrorism framework. And I'm laughing as I'm reading this because just yesterday, someone reached out to me. They ordered something and then the company sent them an email letting them know they do not recognize the method of payment out of Jamaica. U.S. card. It's a, put it, it's a credit card. A U.S. dollar credit card issued by a Jamaican bank being used to purchase something and they're told, no, can't use it. How, how, how ironic is that? Why do we have such strict anti-money laundering laws that to the point where, well, I understand why we have them, right? But to the point where we are affected, where people can't spend on certain sites because of these laws. And I get it. The good of it suffer for the bad. I get it. You know, so the Senate on Friday passed amendments to the Companies Act to strengthen Jamaica's anti-money laundering and combating financing of terrorism. That framework to stave off the threat the country faces of being blacklisted if it fails to beef up these guardrails to meet international obligations. These obligations that we have to meet is it going to further burden the Jamaicans who want to just open an account? Just Because we already know how difficult it is for a Jamaican to go into a bank in Jamaica and open an account. They want your blood type, your urine analysis. They need your complete medical file, almost. Is this going to put a further burden on the citizens of our country? And if so, we need a workaround because we should not have a deterrent in place that is going to prevent law-abiding citizens from being able to open an account safely, securely, and easily. Go right ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> 
I could see um, the government putting things in place to anti-money laundering regardless whether or not it's a big issue or not. Because um, if it, when you get blacklisted, it really affects your economy, you know, on a micro le- on a macro level. Mm-hmm. So I could see you know the government trying to adhere to these things, and of course we know who's leading it. The other thing is sometimes the government use these anti these nice rhetorics as a way of curbing the preventing foreign exchange from leaving the country. So you want to restrict sometimes the bleed of the foreign exchange to, from the country. You want to prevent people from selling out too much money or on stuff like that. But you use the money laundering stuff. Because remember, we use a lot of foreign exchange when we pay in our loans and all the different stuff. So if you have too much of it going out in the back door, you don't really want that. You want all the remittances and so to come in as much as possible because it gives you a positive balance. You understand? Mm-hmm. Another thing, again, too, one has to remember that if there are these policies to be Im- implemented, it is my opinion that Jamaica will be one of the first territories in the region to implement them, given the fact that they're almost a 53rd state. So you have to understand that. <laughs> That's just my opinion. almost the 53rd state we might as well become the 53rd state um let me ask a question if if anyone is familiar or anyone knows i remember when i was um in school the banks used to go to the schools and have children open up bank accounts do they still do that there is that program still in effect does anyone know and they would in the u.s or overseas in well in the caribbean i know in jamaica it was done where the banks would come into the schools and it was a way to um encourage and foster the idea and 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 drive home the importance of saving so they would come in open up the bank accounts you get your bank book and you do have an account and people would have that into their adulthood and if they choose to keep stay with that bank keep that account the choice is theirs but and they would come every week and you give them your money and y- your book gets updated and so on and so forth. Do we still have that? No, sir. From your girl school, we never saw that yet. Never. You so, never saw that? Oh my no, god. No, nev- never. Uh, I, I want to hear that. When you used to go to school? Yes. And uh, yeah. And oh, was... no, no wonder why. No wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no wonder why. Yeah, them something to go on again. You, you, who remembers the the children's own newspaper? Oh my gosh, I am telling my age. Oh, I remember that. We used to have that. Used to have yeah. that. Okay. Well, yeah. back then, way back then, them used to have that. Who, who used to write um pen pal letters? <laughs> Where you go in the children's zone and you find pen pal, <laughs> pen pals, and you write to them. They still have things there. <laughs> Nobody goes written anymore but yeah i think that is something that could be done and um to especially for young people so that it's easier for them when they get older and they start working they don't have the hassle to open you know of trying to open a bank account because they have already established something whether it's from in primary school prep school um all aid school or high school I think that's something they could. The Ministry of um, 
finance as well as the Ministry of Education could revisit that if it's um, extinct? I'm always kind of confused as to the difficulty in which you give ordinary citizens to open things like bank account. Given the fact that you would want as much as your money to come to your formal system, as opposed to some of the informal ones that exist out there, the informal economy. So I don't understand something. You want something me to tell you how hard? I don't understand how you can have ordinary people talking this money laundering stuff. I mean, when you do get a money laundering case, when you look at Swiss Bank and those countries, when you look at the money laundering cases, not poor people. You understand? <laughs> How much Jamaicans you got to take to really have an impact money laundering? The average Jamaican. I mean, I never <laughs> understood it. Maybe because I'm not in the space, but it sort of confuses me. I don't know what it is in the EC or how difficult it is in the EC, um, Donald, but let me tell you how difficult it is in Jamaica in most recent times. You have an account, and people will tell you, you have an account at the bank, at the not even just the bank, at that particular branch that you have been with for years. You have one account there, you want to open another account and then put you through the wire. You already have an account. And you want to open another account and they put you through the wire. You would swear you kill somebody. You're facing criminal charges. That's how hard it is and makes no sense to me. Yeah, and then some of them that we're doing to, to be in line with this so-called money laundering stuff. But in the U.S., I could go online and open a bank account in seconds. Excuse Thank you. But yet, the U.S. is responsible for the, the pressure being put on Jamaicans. And the policies that is established. Exactly. You see? We are bowing down, forever bowing down to everybody and everybody's demands. And making it hard for our own people to advance. We frustrate the life. We treat our own people like criminals. A country that's filled with criminals, the U.S., <laughs> treats developing countries even worse. They can't get a grip on their own things, but they want to tell you how to run your country. And this is th th that right there is one of the things they do, Donald, to make it more attractive for you to want to leave your country. Because you just can't bother. And then when you talk to people who live in developed countries and they're telling you the ease of access, guess what it does? Boy, I can't wait for leave Jamaica. I can't wait for left out. It's one of the things they're doing. They're frustrating the citizens. It's another mechanism. So, some moments. You know, things that... Some blame I forgot upon the leaders as well. Uh, uh, um, like for example, that Jamaican thing. Because if they may do what they're supposed to do, and uh, make sure them do it for the people and not be one of those greedy politicians who just then they forget benefits and continuously getting checks after them left um, the, the, the whole politician uh, floor and all them something like that. You know what I mean? And actually put things in place for the citizens. And, you know what I mean? Um, own own stuff, you know, and, and all these things and stuff, sell out everything. Then you wouldn't have to bow down to nobody. But uh, again, my as I say, when you don't own anything, it's when you don't own nothing at all moments. You get me? I say, mm -hmm. as soon as somebody says something, you, you, you jump, you say, oh, you ask, oh, oh, hi. You know what I mean? 
Because you don't own nothing. But you have... Sorry, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. oh, no. You don't own nothing. I mean, everybody, if you know the history of China, China wasn't always the, the powerhouse. You know what I mean? But China do what they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? And them do them thing. And right now, they're the powerhouse. So it no matter how much sanction um, US or, or uh, these other countries want to put on China or even Russia, it, it's like it just it, it come like water upon duck, just run off. You know what I mean? I don't know where it's water and off a duck still, but anyways, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, because what? Them have them own stuff, you know what I mean? So, you know, matter what sanction they want to throw upon them, brother, it not going to affect we. And even if it do affect us, I promise, I, 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 I look up, you know, I look up tops. <laughs> you get me? Yeah, not I get the major. Yeah. The economy is still a grow, we still a strive, we still a make. Um, other places. All right, then. If you don't want to come to you, sure, no problem. Uh, you know, uh, we we go somewhere else, and you want citizens them around to it. So it's like you know, we want we want things, so we can make our own rules and uh, and not for a burden to nobody. And we feel like Jamaica government and all of the the the, the powers that claim to say them be in a Jamaica supposed to do things. You know, what I mean, not just politicians, but the the, the the um we, we, the corporate play, um officials them and them uh, and even some of the citizens them you know what I mean mm-hmm. uh, um I, I do things for make sure Jamaica be one of that powerhouse and at least own some them own stuff and and stop a sell out every single thing as you you, you continuously read from last week you'll know appear beaches nobody can go on beach again you know what I mean a river get closed down like oh we live on an island we're surrounded by the ocean and we can't go to the, o- uh, the ocean that don't make no sense a joke thing <laughs> but river run around you so we can't go to the river a joke thing you get me i say yeah. stop sell take everything and a sell out and a privatize it you know what i mean or have it for you bring in foreign investors and all them something they are coming and you know a, a joke a, it don't make no sense. We don't understand the levels. You yeah. know what I mean? You kind of just sell out everything. You, you're supposed to have cane. You know, you don't have no ownership over the cane thing. You don't have no banana. Oh, yeah, you don't have no ownership by banana. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what happened with the whole banana thing still. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, foreign and yeah. US and them, something with them. And mango. Mango drop off a tree left, right, and center. When mango season come, the motor mango step on the ground and spoil. Mm-hmm. You get me, I say? The last time before I leave Jamaica, I could have swear them, um, you know, the agriculture minister, he just said something about you know, the man start import mangoes um, overseas or something like that. I don't know if it's still a go on. You mean export? Oh, we're going to export to sorry, overseas. Export, sorry, okay. yeah, my bad. Export to overseas. I don't know if it's still a go on still. Hopefully, still a go on, but I don't know much about it. So I wonder if it now do good or what. I'm not sure. No, no. But remember too, you know, for the export process, we there are some stringent uh, measures that we have to meet. Um, so sometimes it's not always easy to get into the international market. Granted, it can be done, right? We just mm. it's a lot that has to be done. All right, so <laughs> let's see. Holness announces U.S. $70 million investment to improve SIA story, courtesy of jamaica.loopnews.com. In the wake of recent complaints of lengthy delays in the processing of visitors arriving at the Sangster International Airport in Montego Bay, Prime Minister Andrew Holness has announced a U.S. $70 million investment to improve the facilities 
and services at the airport. The Prime Minister made the announcement during a tour of the U.S. $70 million runway expansion project now in process at the MBJ-operated airport. He said, I am also pleased as well to report that another U.S. $70 million of investment will take place in the airport itself. Now, I am sure that that is where many Jamaicans will also see the benefit because this is a major doorway into Jamaica, if you will, because many Jamaicans utilize it. And right now, we're seeing significant bottlenecks in receiving passengers because there are some unique issues to do with this airport because of the travel times and the narrow windows for travel times. But generally, the facility here is outdated and well below the requirements and necessary capacity. He emphasized that the combined U.S. $140 million investment into the SIA is a strategic nation-building investment. He said Jamaica has a very well-recognized, strong, robust brand, and we need to take advantage of it for our economic and social development. And a part of that strategy is to improve the infrastructure to match what people know about the brand, what people like about the brand, to get more people into the country, more tourists spending in the local economy, and that will help to improve your well-being and quality of life. St. Thomas has been declared a top onion producer in the Caribbean, also courtesy of Nationwide Radio JM. Agriculture Minister Pernell Charles Jr. says the parish of St. Thomas is the top onion producer. In fact, he says at its rate of production, St. Thomas is chief onion producer in the entire Caribbean. He says St. Thomas onion farmers produce up to 40,000 pounds of onions per hectare. Well, I hope we're exporting to other Caribbean islands first and foremost. And I hope that that being said, we are not... And I must say that again, we are not importing onions into Jamaica. If Okay, that's all I must say because um, too often we hear these good news, but yet we still pack up with supermarkets with one bag of foreign things. There's already, that's nationally, and St. Thomas accounts for 200 of that 310. So okay. St. Thomas as a parish is doing two-thirds of the entire country's production of onions so you could acreage is our acreage our yield as well both of them both so okay. so if you look on for instance putting four parishes together saint elizabeth and other parishes mm-hmm. saint thomas is double what those four parishes together is producing saint thomas is the top producer of top onions in the country in the caribbean what is Jamaica. oh caribbean so you're, you're, so you're looking you're looking on you're looking on um 300, 200 hectares, and, you know, it fluctuates, but between 25 to upwards of sometimes even 40,000 pounds per acre of onion. Uh, and it really depends on, on the land preparation and the weather and everything. But That was Colonel Charles Jr., Agriculture Minister, speaking Friday with Nationwide at 5. So I hope, as I said, it's being traded in the region and me not want enough foreign onion on the supermarket shelves or in the markets unless it is because we have depleted our produce. That's it. 
Go right ahead, Donald. Donald, where are you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, moments. You're assuming that they um they're producing enough for the consumption in Jamaica. They could be the top producer based on yield per hectares or per acreage. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're producing enough to even supplement the Jamaica market. So we have to look at that. And before you're going to put um, tariffs and so on, restriction on imports, you have to make sure that you have a steady supply locally so that you don't cause any market fluctuations that's too big that would implement, um, affect the price negatively. Mm -hmm. to cause the price to skyrocket and then you don't have supply. And then you have to also look at, as you said, the yields. You have to look at weather patterns and stuff. So there has to be a, um, a case where they could consistently supply. But you could start to tighten the imports a little, but you have to look at a lot of data. And you have to really, um, look at whether or not Jamaica is self-sufficient in the onion industry. Because though they may have a very good yield, and yield per acreage or per hectare can be best in the Caribbean, it may mean that there is still a shortfall of onions coming into Jamaica for the consumption of the local market. Mm, okay, good point, good point, good point. Thank you. Thank you for the reality check. <laughs> All right, next up, Heidel wins historic first girls' champs title, and KC retains the boys crown courtesy of nationwide radio jm heidel creates history to win first ever girls champ title with narrow two-point victory over defending champions edwin allen while kingston college retains boys title final standings for the top five boys schools at the 2023 isa grace kennedy athletics champs kingston college came in number one with 366 jamaica college 299 calabar 207 saint jago 118 and stets 116 and final standings for the top five girls schools at number five saint catherine 116 saint jago 178 homewood 202 edwin allen 277 and heidel 279 so congratulations to all the winners and courtesy of jamaicaobserver.com Bacchanal comes of age. Yes, folks, it is carnival time in Jamaica. It's being kicked, going into high gear. Let me just say that, you know, starting this weekend, uh, soca lovers filed into mass camp for Bacchanal on Friday at the start of the weekend to celebrate the 21st anniversary milestone of the event. And by all indications, they were satisfied. Not even the excitement of the Intersecondary School Sports Association, ISA, Grace Kennedy Boys and Girls Championships, uh, that was going on at the neighboring national stadium could dull the sparkle and success of Bacchanal. It was nothing short of the perfect bash to celebrate Carnival's resurgence from approximately 9 p.m. to almost 3 a.m. Yay! <laughs> DJs Kurt Riley, Nocturnal, Richie Rass, along with Mark and Cyclone from Copper Shot kept the momentum going with music through the ages. The icing on the cake in true birthday fashion was a sample from almost 
every genre. MC Marlon Music displayed no sign of exhaustion as he hyped up the patrons who came decked out in Monday wear and even a few who boldly opted to reprise their costumes from last carnival season. VIP attendees enjoyed unlimited drink inclusive options all night as well as the different stalls offering pan chicken, hot dogs, soups and other snacks came into clutch to ward off possible hangovers and of course by the time the event reached its peak scores of rags were seen being waved in the air and the gyration continued until the very last minute of the celebration michael amar jr co-director of bacchanal jamaica wore a pleased expression on his face and expressed pride at the achievement yes folks Get ready to party even more as Carnival kicks off in Jamaica. This girl, she crazy, crazy, crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. One minute, she loves me. The next minute, she does. One night, she'll text me. The next night, she will. One night, we're married. The next night, we divorce. This girl, she bipolar. That's why me love her the most This girl she crazy, she's crazy, she's crazy This girl she crazy, she's crazy, she's crazy She get mad and she wanna break up The next minute she wanna make love This girl she crazy, she's crazy, she's crazy I love it when you give me that crazy Thank you to everyone logged on and listening on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. For quality music while you work or play, keep it logged on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. So let me have some fun, yeah, all night long. We wanna drink from the weekend, come we want more. Girl, come over now, baby. I just wanna fill your cup till the sun comes up. Girl, wait up. I know I played this one earlier, but I had to pull it back again. It's Kez and the band, My Love. Once again, to everyone listening on JanoRadio.com for that non-stop party vibe, go ahead and download the Jano Radio app. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. J-A-H-K-N-O, Jano Radio, take us on the go. They love it when they bubble on top Your pretty body girl fit for the carnival Every man want that Me get a girl fi go wine behind the show Me get a girl fi go wine it till me bro See me baby a style kill me no The way you balance and a ride it till we don't See you cool like ice then bring the room Couple Guinness and Star we fill the drum Through the party we party till we don't Party till we don't Hey girl Wine up your body non-stop Love it when you bubble on top Your pretty body girl fit for the carnival Every man want that Wind up your body non-stop Me love it when you bubble on top Your pretty body girl fit for the carnival Every man want that 
dance with your selfie, say cheese Chagaramas, boardwalk, sea breeze Wanna cross the savannah TVs With a madman rum like trees With a page on gal like breweries In a VIP, can you see me? Champagne for the gal, them tipsy Carnival is a L-O-V-E Wind up your body non-stop We love it when you bubble on top Your pretty body gal fit for the carnival Every man we love it when you bubble on top Your pretty body girl fit for the carnival Every man wonder Fit for the carnival The way your body look well It is Move It Monday and as we always do every Monday, we do it in soca style So glad to have you all here with me on Clubhouse. After all, this is where the conversation happens. If you're in Jamaica or heading to Jamaica for Carnival, hope y'all have a wonderful time. Low key hating on y'all. I don't care what anybody want to say, but I love me some soca. It's always a good vibe. You get to lose your inhibitions. Warm bad with yourself. Wrap your arms So Teflon, your girl performed of the weekend and I heard that it wasn't all that. I wonder what's going on. You probably need to hook up back with her, Teflon. Gonna squeeze in one more and then we're gonna go ahead and get back to business. We have stories from the international scene and out of North America coming up. Shot two, shot three, shot four After nine minutes she come back for more She take out the shoes and pound the dance floor Then she start to rock out, rock out like a sword Then she approach me just like a cure Me knows that she like me tonight, me a sword She sexy, she beautiful and she pure Everybody should be wide awake by now Get that blood pumping Get you ready for the week After listening to some soca, you can face anything Yeah, 
Again to everyone logged on to the quality music zone qmzradio.com and channelradio.com. Also, thank you to everyone right here with me on Clubhouse. It is time for us to go ahead and get back to business. All right, Charlie Black, you have me dancing up too much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can't help myself for this one. Charlie Black always come with a good vibe. <laughs> okay. And now it is time for stories from the international scene. One dead as violence rocks Eastern India during Hindu festivals. Story courtesy of Al Jazeera.com. Authorities have deployed hundreds of Raj police and cut mobile internet services in parts of eastern India after violence erupted in several states during a Hindu religious festival. Police said at least one person, a minor, according to local media reports, was shot dead in the town of Bihar Sharif in Bihar State's Nalanda district on Saturday as Hindus took out a procession to mark Ram Navami. This came a day after mobs set fire to homes and shops during a time or during at times frenzied public celebrations of the festival in the town. Local reports said a prominent Muslim school was torched in Bihar Sharif during the festival. For our next story, we head on over to the UK. UK Home Secretary says Rwanda is safe for asylum seekers. Suella Braverman declines to set any deadline for the first deportations to the East African country. Story courtesy of aljazeera.com. Before I read the story, I have to say this. I was looking at some videos and then I was, well, inspired by a movie. You know, I love my African films, um, not just Niger, but South African films, um, Kenya, um, so I was watching this one movie on Netflix. Oh my gosh, what's the name? I can't remember the name of it now. I'll pull it up. But I was looking at Tanzin and I'm like, oh my gosh, how beautiful. So of course that prompted me to go and look up videos. I can't wait. I, let me just say it. I cannot wait to hit the motherland. Yes, I'm so ready. From east to west, back to east again, back to west again. Head down south, just traipsing all over the continent. 
absolutely beautiful. And again, I'm going to say I am grateful for social media. I'm grateful for um, TikTok. I'm grateful for um, YouTube where we're able to see the truth about other countries, the beauty. And, you know, foolish of me, and I'm going to speak about myself, can't speak for anyone else, but foolish of me for having drank the Kool-Aid, right? For years growing up, all your life, you hear nothing but negative stories about other countries and the U.S. being glorified, Canada being glorified, the U.K. being glorified, and, every, and Australia being glorified, and everywhere else being looked down on. Because all you hear is, oh, there's so much rape, oh, there's kidnappings, oh, there is murder, oh, there is this. But everything that we are accusing or other countries have been accused of the sad things happen right here in the U.S. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So let me apologize for not having my eyes opened sooner. But I will let you know this. I am, And I know I've been talking about the different countries in Africa and us doing things. And believe you me, more and more, I am so inclined. Absolutely gorgeous. Yes. Kenya, I saw some videos. Let me tell you, people, stop being sold the lies. Poverty is everywhere. Starvation is everywhere. Yeah, right here in the U.S., there are kids going to bed hungry. Crime is everywhere. But you know what is everywhere, too? The beauty. And I want to feel that there's more beauty out there in the world beyond the shores of the U.S. I, that's what I want to believe. And I want to believe that the people in other countries are more welcoming, are more genuine. Imagine you live in a country. You have a neighbor for 20 years and you've probably only spoken to them twice. In some cases, you don't even know who your neighbor is. Imagine that. Well, that's the U.S. Imagine coming to the U.S. from a country where looking out for your neighbor was truly a thing, where people would actually share their, their um, produce. Somebody cut their banana, or a hana banana, or a bunch of banana off the trees, and you know they're going to split up their hands and they're going to give their friends or their neighbors some. How often do you hear of that happening here in the U.S.? Number one, there's nothing to cut down because it's so hard to have anything in your backyard anyway. But let's think about that. We were taught what community is. And many of these countries that are looked down on by developing countries actually know what community is despite our tragedies here and there. All right, so... I just had to say that. Well, Britain's interior minister, Suella Braverman, says she is convinced Rwanda is a safe country for the resettlement of asylum seekers. But she has declined to set any deadline for the first deportations there. The British government is hoping to send thousands of asylum seekers more than 6,500 kilometers or 4,000 miles away to the eastern African country as part of a £120 million deal 
to deter people from crossing the English Channel from France in small boats. The plan was announced in April last year, but the first deportation flight was blocked by an injunction from the European Court of Human Rights. London's High Court ruled in December that the scheme was legal, but opponents are seeking to appeal that ruling. Britain last month released details of legislation that would bar the entry of asylum seekers arriving in small boats. It would prevent them from claiming asylum and would aim to deport them either to their homelands or to so-called safe third countries. Some charities said the proposed law could be impractical and, and criminalize the efforts of thousands of refugees. Imagine these refugees being sent to Rwanda and further help to develop Rwanda. Hmm? Sometimes what we see as a setback is a setup for greatness. You know that? So they may be saying in UK, oh gosh, let's get rid of these people. And they go to Rwanda and flourish there. How about that for a second? And then, damn it, we should have kept them. A lot of times we get doors closed in our faces or doors not opened at all. And the truth is it serves us some good. If only we are look, willing to look at the brighter side and look for that silver lining, as Sonette always says. There is a silver lining. Out of trials comes triumph, right? Setbacks are setups. No losses, only lessons. So I will say to the people, that the asylum seekers who are being readied to be shipped off to Rwanda do not lose hope. Look at this as a possible opportunity for you to be able to step into your greatness. Try to look at the positive side of that. Yeah, I'm going to leave that right there. The mystery baby that was born during the turkey quake has been reunited with her mother 54 days after the turkey quakes. Story courtesy of Al Jazeera.com. A baby in Turkey who spent 128 hours trapped in the rubble of the country's devastating earthquake in February has been reunited with her mother, who was previously declared dead, according to Turkey's Ministry of Family and Social Services. Three-and-a-half-month-old Vatin Begdas reunited with Yasemin Begdas on Saturday. Oh, it wasn't born in my apologies. I thought it was. No, I'm thinking of the other story where the baby was born in the during the earthquake. Um. Yeah, 54 days after she was rescued from a damaged building in the province of Hattay. Good for you. That, that is an amazing story. So before we jump to stories out of North America, we have some new music from Davido. Has anyone heard it? Uh, yeah, he, he has some new music. I'm going to play a couple snippets. I like it. Um, I'm feeling the vibe. You can let me know how you feel. There is some... Of course, the traditional Afrobeats vibe. There is a little dance hall twist there. And there is also the merging with the Ama Piano. All right, here's the first one that um, some of them are explicit. I did not download the explicit ones. I'll be honest, I'm not going to play those. <laughs> all right, so these are edited songs. All right, first up, feel. And play. I be on the phone, 
track I'm going to be playing, it's titled In the Garden. This one features Morave. one is called E Pain Me. The letter E Pain Me. And here goes that Afrobeat that we are familiar with from Davido. Next up, Now Money featuring the Caveman and Angelique Joe. Well, they should know we are the sound killer. She's a bad spiffing, she be money involved. Me, I tell her nobody, I carry and come. Give her Gucci brother, give her Fendi and Dior. Give her everything, cause she deserve it and more. Oh, 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 oh,
title of the album is Timeless. It is available on all music platforms. If I go dash a money, Shadi say she go roll and for me. If I go dash a money, and you didn't take my trombone. And the next one that I'm going to play is titled Champion Sound, featuring Focalistic. Nigerian Afrobeat superstar Davido has achieved another record-breaking feat in his stellar career as his latest album, Timeless, has broken the record for the all-time biggest first day streams for any album on music streaming platforms and that's according to spotify nigeria and boom play on spotify nigeria the 17 track album tallied 4.91 million streams on its first day of release surpassing the previous record of 1.36 million by burner boys love damini the way I'm feeling right now, mad over you like run down. Telling me to calm down. Ten years I never gone down. When they see me, them I frown. But when them girls see me, them I go down. Shout out to the sound. The 17-track album features Nigerian artists such as The Cavemen, Fave, Asake, DMW's latest editions, Morave and Logosolori, as well as multiple Grammy Award-winning Beninese French singer-songwriter Angelique Kijo. British-Nigerian rapper Skepta, South African music producer DJ Musa Keys, and Jamaican dancehall reggae singer Dexter Dabs. Davido is an American-born Nigerian singer-songwriter and record producer. He was born in Atlanta, Georgia, raised in Lagos, and he made his music debut as a member of the music group KB International. So you can check out the rest of his songs. It's 17 tracks on the album. The title of the album, again, is Timeless. And I'm only going to say this one more time. Watch out for Ama Piano. Davido is pretty smart just, you know, collabing with Ama Piano artists. After this, we'll get into stories out of North America. Yeah. 
right. Thank you so much, Davido. Appreciate the music. Okay, first up of stories out of North But before that, how y'all feel about that one? You can put it in the chat or if you want to open your mic and say how you, what, what's the vibe you're feeling? Do you like it? Do you have to listen to it some more? Let me know. I'm definitely going to be adding a few tracks to my playlists. I'm hoping they come up with some clean versions with the one with Dexter Dabs. <laughs> All right, so out of California. Caught on camera, a California woman arrested after violent carjacking. A California woman, story courtesy of WSVN, a California woman has been arrested after a violent carjacking incident that left witnesses screaming for help and in complete panic. The incident occurred at the Agoura, am I saying that right? Agoura? A-G-O-U-R-A shopping center on Friday afternoon where Rose Mercer witnessed a woman attempting to steal from another woman's purse. When she was unsuccessful, the perpetrator got into the victim's car and attempted to steal it. A good Samaritan attempted to hold the woman back, but the situation quickly escalated as the stolen car crashed into multiple vehicles in the parking lot. Witnesses recalled the woman violently trying to drive away despite the anti-theft device on the steering wheel she was so determined wow the woman eventually abandoned the stolen vehicle and attempted to flee on foot but was apprehended by three individuals who tied her hands and shoes until police arrived good witnesses noted that there was something off about the driver both during and after the incident after she got tackled she was just quiet she put her they put her in handcuffs and she just is like a normal day for her Hmm. The suspect, whose identity has not been released, has been taken into custody and is facing charges related to carjacking and reckless driving. The victims of the incident are reported to have sustained only minor injuries. Why am I waiting for them to say she has mental issues? Because the fact that they're saying that hmm, something was a little off with her. She, she got quiet. She was just quiet. I, I won't be surprised. If the news comes back and says she has, you know, mental health concerns. That's why she did that. I don't know what the people look like, folks. Don't know what they look like. Uh, courtesy of BallerAlert.com, one dead and three wounded in gang-related shooting outside L.A. Trader Joe's. Police responded to a shooting at 3.45 a.m. on Saturday after a gunman opened fire during a dispute. The Los Angeles Police Department is calling the shooting gang-related and believes it stemmed from a drug deal gone wrong. Our preliminary investigation has revealed that the dispute centered around a narcotics transaction in the area. One of the shooting victims was reported deceased at the scene with three others being transported to the hospital. One of the victims was said to be in a critical condition and another was listed in serious. All the victims are adults. The gunman fled the scene in a vehicle that had sustained damage in the shootout with an LAPD airship monitoring from above. The person was involved in a hit and run traffic collision injuring another person according to police the person is not believed to have suffered any severe injury in the accident wow so sorry about the one day trader joe's anybody shops there anybody here shops there i think i went into a trader joe's once. you do you like it yeah, every now and then. yeah 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 
it's it's one of the go-to place for organic food and all of that stuff. If you don't go to like Whole Food and stuff, it's good. No, have, hold on a second. No, that as you said, organic. I've been to Whole Foods. That I've been to. I've never been inside a Trader Joe's. I don't think I have. I, I don't know. They don't. I don't think they have them in Florida. I've never seen one in Florida, so I'm, I'm not sure. You know something? Know, like, they have three. It, I know, we have, they have three. Okay. Yeah, we have three in South Florida. Yeah. Okay, but they so they they. I, I'm not sure about Northern Cali, but Southern Cali they're very popular. Okay. In Southern California, okay. in um in, in the more suburban neighborhoods, they have them up there, Sonny? Yes, there's. I was heading to one on uh, one day, Wednesday, and the school called me just as I got in the parking lot. Their parking lots are ridiculous. Moments wow. they are related to all these. So they ah, have, you know, they have a there. There is a, some sort of relationship with them and all these. So I know in South Florida, I saw a lot of people go to all these over Trader Joe's. So they have some sort of relationship, but they're not like it. Okay. Just just to make that clear. Okay. Um, they have their own brand. So when you go into Trader Joe's, everything says Trader Joe's. Okay. Um, they they oftentimes they'll have if you so they'll find some sustainable stuff like you know um the Castile soap and the bottle the yes. butters. Yes. They'll sell that and they'll probably sell it at a better price because they like to do free market type stuff, coffees, um, anything that is they they tend to be the um a little bit better for other companies than Whole Foods is. Uh-huh. Um so I like them. Um, like you, there's a cookie called Partake. It's like a healthy version of a chocolate chip cookie, and you'll find that in Trader Joe's, and you'll find now find it in Target actually, but you wouldn't find that in like your regular supermarket unless they are very conscious of buying extra healthy stuff. Mm. Yeah, so okay. I like them a lot. Okay. All right, I'm gonna check them out. You know, I hear Trader Joe's, and I hear expensive. That's what I hear. <laughs> they have, yeah. They also do a lot of seasonal stuff. So you'll once in a while you they'll have ube pancakes, and you have to like make sure there's no more Filipino people that live close to you, or you'll never get any. Um, <laughs> I always miss it <laughs> because all Filipinos jump run to the store and, and buy all the ube pancakes. But okay. it's seasonal stuff. They have a, a lot of things that you you may like, and then again, you don't have to. I want. I'm like trying new things, but so I'm glad I'm. I asked. I'm glad the article came up, so I'm able to ask. Do they have a deli where you can um, sample stuff? Probably no, no, no. But they they're so, randomly they'll have a sample person in the aisles, but it's rare. Um, they have okay. a coffee bar, but they don't have a deli. So if you want like meats, you'll buy. They'll be in. They'll be prepackaged. Okay. Oh yeah. wow. They have this sell seafood, they have frozen foods, lots of desserts, and boxes of, um, you'll find lots of boxed products. Okay. All right. I, I jumped on their website, um, Sonette, as you're talking. You can get a dozen um, eggs for four ninety nine. That's not bad. Pasture-raised. Why do I like to put these fancy names? Pasture-raised. Isn't, is that different from free-range? Isn't that the same thing as free-range? pasture-raised that thing that sounds the same to me you're out in it you're open exactly. but you know everyone's a different definition <laughs> small curd cottage cheese hmm, okay i'm gonna go in there i'm gonna go in there this weekend 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go over there this yeah. weekend. They have cold favorites. Like people like their, they have a frozen bag of chicken they make, they call orange chicken. It's not that good. I don't know why people love it so much. You buy it frozen, it's this big bag, and you make it. And you have a big family, so yes. it would be good for probably you and your husband, maybe one son. Mm-hmm. But people act like it can feed a whole bunch of people. It really can't. <laughs> But you, you, when you go, go and check out the aisles and you may find some things you like. Like, yeah, there's a lot of things. You can get some samosas and put them in the oven and make it at home. And it's really great. I oh like them a lot. Yeah. So nuts. You yeah. have my mouth Enjoy. watering. You have my mouth watering. But um, I, I looked at this here. Anybody, so has anyone tried this? The cheddar jalapeno pull apart bread? No. Mm. Um, when you buy their pastries, just rem- Keep an eye on the date because they don't last forever. Okay. You buy something at Trader Joe's in the, in the grocery in the um in the bakery department. Expect to eat it within two days. They really they do have healthier food, so there's less preservatives. Right. Let me say it that way. They're less preservatives, so don't buy something you're gonna stick in your shelf for um for two months. Just get it because you're gonna have it then. Have it then, um, which which makes sense, I, right? Which that's how yeah. we should be eating, right, Sanat? Yeah. Oh, Julie, the planting chips. I absolutely agree. I love the planting chips. The round ones, slight, that's my favorite. Um, and they have this bag of um, the puffed cheddar cheese puffs. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite. I buy, you buy a bag of that, you open it on the drive home, and you might as well forget you. Um, don't open it in the bag. Right. I mean, <laughs> don't do it because you may end up eating half the bag before you get home. <gasps> Okay, I'm sold. I'm going to check it out. Definitely. Thank you so much, Sanet. And then thank you in the chat, Geely and Javette. Javette says their customer service is supposed to be stellar. Now, I'm a sucker for good customer service. I love good customer service. I hate bad attitudes when I'm spending my money, hard-earned money, right? I'm sorry. Good morning. Good morning. What are we talking about? Trader Joe's. Oh, Trader Joe's is the best. Okay, so out sorry <laughs> okay sorry yeah, Trader Joe's is the best yes it is mm. and their wine they have mm, yes they they have a good wine okay all mm. right so I'm gonna this weekend that is something I'm going to do I'm gonna go check out Trader Joe's okay yeah and I'm hungry now roasted plants oh, that's what I was saying that's what Shanette made me so hungry no I suggestion if you haven't been there don't wait till Saturday. Oh, really? Wait till weekend. Go in the middle of the week so you can have time to allow to lazily walk the aisles because it gets crazy on the weekends when everybody else is shopping and they're not huge. They're small stores. The aisles tend to be narrow. But you know what? You have um, you have a bigger city in Florida. I have a smaller city, but every Trader Joe's to me has a similar layout. But I really, if you have the ability to do it during the day when it's not crowded with people and their buggies and their children go go during the week okay. it's always my suggestion yeah all right so of course you know i'm looking to see where what's where the locations are there's one in coral gables that's the closest to me and there's one in pinecrest if anyone listening is midtown miami there's one there and in miami beach okay so coral gables is the closest one to me. all right i'm gonna definitely check it out yay thank you thank you ladies Oh, you can return stuff you don't like? Wow. Okay. I'm sold. Sold on that. Uh, Mormons. Yes. 
we were not talking about treasures and old fools and all them something there. And when you, while I was here, so um, whole fools are organic, correct? Yes. Well, it turns out that's not so. They're not really organic. Why are you killing food? my vibe, Afro? <laughs> Don't do that. It's not me. fully no. organic. Cold foods is not fully organic. Huh? Uh, within Persaolga? They're not fully organic. It's Go not ahead, fully Russell. organic. Hey, I was saying it's not it's not all organic because like even their cooked food sometimes after they'll have meats and stuff and it's not fully organic. But it is more for vet you know, they have the 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 produce and the nuts and that so but go ahead and say what you were saying so I know. So if if I don't walk back in there, I need to know. Go ahead. Go ahead, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. Um, yeah. So, come on. I was going to say, I was going to hear about it until them show this video. They have a news, a little news um, about it. Um, they must say, oh, when you hear about old food, you think organic, right? And they say, well, that's not the case because most of their produce is from what China and stuff like that and the pesticides that is used and everybody was like, oh oh my goodness I can't believe it and you know and <laughs> so <laughs> I thought I thought yeah. dead in peace remember dead so... in peace please <laughs> they're not fully organic though Afro. don't don't yeah they're not they, it's never fully organic because I, I used to shop at Whole Foods um you you get a lot of organic foods there. They have a lot of organic foods to, uh, to offer more than the regular supermarkets, but it's not fully organic because I've had the meat from their buffet and their you know their hot bar and stuff like that. So no, <sighs> I have to say, oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had me cracking up. I've had me cracking up. The thing is, is we you know we know that we're not gonna escape some things, even if the food is organic. The packaging that is gonna pass off something. So we, what I said, Afa, you have to pick the lesser of two evils. Yeah, die the slower death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's how we have to look point, at it. At this point, you know, just prove on the food, yeah, man. Because <laughs> you're them people and they can't eat nothing at all. Exactly. Yeah, don't don't steal my job. So, don't steal my yeah, job. Yeah. So just prove <laughs> your food and just. Open I got the you. Yeah, and just. Work out, you know what I mean? And yeah, that, that, that's all. That's it. Yeah. Do the best we can with what we have. All right. Thank you so much. Next up, 32 dead as tornadoes torment from Arkansas to Delaware. A story courtesy of the Associated Press via WSVN. Residents across a wide swath of the U.S. raced Sunday to assess the destruction from fair storms that spawned, po spawned possibly dozens of tornadoes from the south and the Midwest into the northeast, killing at least 32 people. The storms tore a path through the Arkansas capital and also collapsed the roof of a packed concert venue in Illinois, stunning people throughout the region with the scope of the damage. The number of deaths continued to grow on Sunday. Biden earlier declared broad areas of the country major disaster areas, making federal resources and financial aid available for recovery. Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders in Arkansas, where at least five purple were five people were killed, already had declared a state of emergency and activated the National Guard. Confirmed or suspected tornadoes in 11 states destroyed homes and businesses, splintered trees, and laid waste to neighborhoods. And this is so unfortunate. I saw an article as I was looking for stories that said that the U.S. has been having the most natural disasters recently. 
Yes. So whether we want to accept it or not, climate change is real. A lot of the pollution that we're sending up, a lot of the deforestation that we're doing, it is causing a lot of the change. The weather ain't weathering like it used to. The winters aren't wintering. The summers aren't summering. The spring's not springing. And the fall not falling. Not the way it used to. Right. So, um, and this is why there is such a cry for us to pay attention to the environment. Whatever changes we can make to benefit the environment. Because at this rate, our future children, by the time they get to our great-grandchildren possibly, there'll be nothing left. So we have to go into preservation mode as much as we can. Recycle as much as we can. I know we spoke at length about recycling some months ago. And I think I remember Sunet saying having the um, opportunity, I think it was you, Sunet, of going to a recycling plant, a school excursion. Let us recycle. I know it's all cute when you go on Pinterest or an IG or wherever and you see people's pantries with all these different containers. Let, we probably need to start recycling like our parents and grandparents do in the Caribbean where you open a butter dish, but a butter in there. You know, it's some leftover meat or something. Let us get to recycling as much as we can. All right. That's all. Use glass. Um, use um, stainless steel, cut down the amount of plastic. But the plastic is damaging our environment, in particular the ocean. In particular, the ocean. Ocean life is suffering. Um, there was another thing I was going to say. Check your vehicles. Even if you're in a state where they don't do emission um, tests, Check your vehicle's emission. You want to make sure that you are not sending out garbage up into the atmosphere. Um, oh my gosh, there is some. There was something else I was gonna say. I can't remember. Let me jump to the chat. Uh, oh, Jilly says that. Yes, I saw this, Jilly. The east side of Africa is breaking. You. Are you hearing uh, me? I'm gone. She's now in the me. Oh, yeah, no, we better, are. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, sort of. Yeah, matrixy. That's a good Ma word. Okay. <laughs> Alienish. Alienish. Yeah. Thank. Thank you. Yeah, you're right, Rose, so I thought it was me as well. I was driving. Yeah, I'm here. No, I have no, poor connection. Awesome. I, are you hearing me any better? It says poor connection. Come on, Clubhouse. Don't do this. It's to a little me. better now. Don't do this to me. Um, Geely put in the chat. Okay, thank you, better. everyone. Thank that's you. Better. Thank you for your patience. Geely put in the chat that the east side of Africa is breaking apart from the continent and no one can explain it. Yes, I saw that video on you on TikTok. And I was like, what on earth is going on? Literally going down the middle on someone's, I think someone's um plot of land. So a part of their land is over here and a part of their land is over there. Yeah. Um, which made me think about the story of Pangea, Geely, where, you know, we were told that ain't real. Um, but I'm sure when the earth was splitting up year, cent centuries ago, you know, people were a little alarmed. And if you do that puzzle piece, I had to do it in geography class where you cut out the map of the world and you put the pieces together. And that made me believe in Pangea. Like, yes, the earth was all once one at one point. And we're just splitting. So to ocean, the, the um, you know, the shapes, 
that's the right word. The, the shapes of countries, I do believe, has changed. Uh, we need a new version. We need to know what Jamaica looks like or what Trinidad looks like, what Grenada looks like, what Puerto Rico looks like, what Hispaniola looks like, because I'm sure through erosion, um, the shoreline has changed for many countries as well. A lot of unexplained things are happening in nature. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, but this one was really sad, though, you know. Yeah, so sad. And it's always sad when people lose their lives in um, natural disasters. That's what they are. So sad. Kentucky becomes the 38th state to legalize marijuana after Governor Andy Bashir signed a bill into law, courtesy of Baller Alert. On Friday, Governor Andy Bashir kept his promise to sign the legislation proposed by Senator Stephen West into law. The signing comes just a day after it was approved by the House. The governor had encouraged citizens to urge their state representatives to pass the bill. Far too many of our people face the obstacle of having chronic or terminal diseases like cancer or those like our veterans suffering from PTSD or Kentuckians living with epilepsy seizures, Parkinson's, or more. These folks want and deserve safe and effective methods of treatment. In order to qualify for the usage, patients have to be diagnosed with cancer, severe pain, epilepsy, multiple sclerosis, mus muscle spasms or spasticity, chronic nausea or cyclical vomiting, post-traumatic stress disorder, or other medical conditions licensed. But, and these things have to be diagnosed by a licensed doctor. So once again, you have to be diagnosed with cancer, suffer from severe pain, epilepsy, multiple sclerosis, muscle spasms or spasticity, chronic nausea or cyclical vomiting, post-traumatic traumatic stress disorder, or other medical conditions and it has you have to be diagnosed by a licensed doctor okay smoking marijuana will be prohibited under the bill but patients will still be able to use raw cannabis for vaporization in addition home cultivation will not be permitted however patients will be allowed to possess a 30-day supply of cannabis at home and a 10-day supply on their person. Nevertheless, flower marijuana products will be capped at 35% THC, while concentrates will have a 70% cap. Edibles must not exceed 10 milligrams per serving. Okay, so because I'm not familiar with cannabis and this stuff in terms of how it you use it. What is the difference? Or what is vaporization? Let me ask. What is vaporization? Let me jump to a bong. Oh. A pipe? That's what it is? You put it in a... How, how does that work? I'm trying to... You're cutting it. out again, moments. Oh, thanks to Clubhouse. Are you hearing me any better? I keep pulling my screen down. This is a little better now. Okay. I keep getting the um, thing across the screen. Yeah. Go right ahead. Thank you so much. 
what is vape okay so i was asking the question what is the vaporizing method when using cannabis is it a vape pen moment you put a liquid in a, a pen in a little thing and you, and you just suck the air out like oh. smoking vaping oh okay okay so is it a is it the cannabis is it okay is it cannabis in a liquid it's a oil form? in the oh, like yes it's a pen yes it's there's in an oil, in a pen. My... Okay, so it's in a liquid form and it's put in the... Okay, okay, got it. I was just wondering. Okay. Thank you, oh, everyone. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you, everyone, for explaining that to me. Uh, so, yeah, good for the folks in Kentucky who need it and will be able to get access to it. Uh, next up, Texas man shoots and kills a thief that stole his truck after tracking its location with an Apple AirTag, courtesy of Bala Alert. Police received a report of a stolen truck around 1 p.m. on Wednesday from a residence on the city's north side. Unbeknownst to the chief, the vehicle's owner used the AirTag to track it down about 20 miles from where it was stolen. Instead of calling the police with the truck's location, the owner confronted the person who stole it at a shopping center on San Antonio's southeast side. The man located the truck with the suspect still inside and confronted him. KHOU reports that the man allegedly shot and killed the thief. Police are cautioning against confronting suspects on their own and instead reaching out to law enforcement. If you are to get your vehicle stolen, please do not take matters into your own hands like this. That's according to Nick Solis of the SAPD. It's never safe, as you can see by this incident. Investigators found several bullet casings and, and two cars with the windows shot out at the scene. Police are now working to determine if the car thief was armed and if any charges will be brought against the owner. Um... But hey, aren't we saying we are we can do our own thing now when we free up the gun situation? Everybody can get guns and you can do your own policing now. But yeah, call the cops, please. Because what if that person had a gun and shot you before you had the opportunity to shoot them? We understand. They stole the vehicle. You didn't have to kill the person. That's the Yep, 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 Javette. So in the chat, Javette put, he is in trouble because he went to track it down and kill the perpetrator. And the family can now sue him. Yep. Yes, folks. Protect. So because you are allowed to have guns and carry guns and some states require that you don't, well, some states have repealed the necessity for getting a permit. Um, some states have open carry does not mean that you still have the that, that you have the free for all to do as you please you still have to exercise common sense okay you've tracked the vehicle down call the cops protect yourself protect yourself all right yeah that was a foolish decision on his part to, to confront the person. Okay, you confront them. Okay, why you had to kill them. All right, so yeah, I do see legal um, trouble ahead as well too, Javette. I do see it there. 
Our good friend is to deliver remarks on Tuesday night after his arraignment. Oh my gosh. So he's going to get arraigned and then he's going to have a speech and he's going to raise more money. And why are people doling out money to this alleged billionaire? Are we that dumb? We're just emptying out our wallets and giving him money? Former president. You know, before I even read the story. So on the news, you're seeing where they have to um they have to put up barricades and all this who is footing the bill in new york who is footing that bill are we sending the bill to trump they need to send that bill to trump for this added security and having to pull out guard rails and all of this yada 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 for him all this pomp and circumstance for him I don't think it's fair that New York should bear that expense. I hope they tabulate the bill and pass it on to the Trump organization. And he should be mandated to pay that bill. That, that's all I'm going to say on that. Former President Donald Trump will deliver remarks Tuesday night in Florida after his scheduled arraignment in New York on charges related to hush money payments his campaign announced on Sunday. I have a question. <laughs> Are they going to put a tracking device on his ankle? Or no, you can't do that. Because he's going to fly up on today. He's going to be arraigned tomorrow. And then he's going to fly back to Florida. Javed's saying, I hope so. <laughs> Trump will hold the event. Oh my gosh, it's an event, folks. Hmm. He will hold the event at his Mar-a-Lago club <laughs> after returning from Manhattan, where he is expected to voluntarily turn himself in. He is expected to be joined in Florida by supporters as he tries to project an image of strength and defiance and turn the charges into a political asset to boost his 2024 presidential campaign. Trump is facing multiple charges of falsifying business records, including at least one felony offense in the indictment handed up by Mad Manhattan Grand Jury last week. Two people familiar with the matter have told the Associated Press. They spoke on condition of anonymity to discuss information that is not yet public because the indictment remains under seal. Trump, of course, as we know, has denied any wrongdoing and has blasted the investigation as part of a years-long witch, years witch hunt aimed at damaging his candidacy. Why are you doing this to this man? Oh, the tracking device happens after you're convicted? Oh, okay. Okay. Trump aides and lawyers had been going back and forth over the wisdom of his appearing before reporters after the arraignment as they grasped the news of an indictment that caught many of them by surprise. Trump has been catapulted back into the headlines by the criminal charges and he, re he re what relishes. Oh my God, I can't even read today. He relishes media attention. We all know that. And while some of his lawyers would have preferred he stay silent, this campaign believes the development has energized his supporters. Already Trump's campaign says, guess what, folks? It has raised millions since the indictment. Yes. Dumbass people sending their money to Trump. Trump don't need y'all money. Y'all need your money more than he needs your, your money. Um, But... 
to go back to Ron DeSantis supporting Trump, it's all political for him because he needs to maintain the support of the Republicans because if he doesn't back Trump, and we know Trump is a Republican favorite, and let's say something happens to Trump, then guess what? He gets all that support. I'm done. Who wants who who wants Trump and DeSantis? You both can have him. We need we need them out of Florida. Anybody going once? <laughs> Anybody going twice? Uh three times? Not sold? Twenty bucks? It's free. They're free, folks. They're free. You don't even have to pay a dollar in this auction. Nobody? California? No? Texas? No? Georgia? <laughs> Go ahead, Japan. <laughs> Somebody, anybody, <laughs> scream. Why y'all doing them like that? Y'all can't do these Floridians like that. <laughs> I have to put together a marketing plan and see how I can make them a two for one. <laughs> Oh gosh! But for real, in a moment, I don't know. At this point, well, not at this point. From from the whole race thing, I realize say, oh, um, whole campaign thing. I realize say, far as it's a cult, it, it, it's like a a a, a cult. And him, him, yeah, I don't I don't know what go on, but it, it, there's no other way to put it than it, it's like it's a cult. <laughs> and it's like from them really say, oh, you're part of them thing. Them, 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 you go all out for you because um, I think during the world camp, what was it the campaign race between him and um, William, him and um, Biden, and you know, like Biden win. Biden are wrong against him, correct? Against who? Uh, Trump. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it two of them? Okay, okay, yeah, and then Biden ended up win. And during the world campaign thing, yeah, um, this is <laughs> It's like a young young sister, yeah. She um she she, she created a GoFundMe saying that you know um uh, she, she she she's a Trump supporter and her parents never like it and the much I put her out and our families and our friends are not, um uh, uh, like no no one deal with her again and like yo our, our the the Trump supporters them reach out to this little girl. It's like, oh my goodness, she, she's one of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then, then send money to our to our GoFundMe. I think she got about a hundred thousand about a hundred thousand and she used it from pay for our, our, our school fee, our college fee. Hmm. And then after a while she come out and, and met them and say, Yeah, not no go so <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank she's you, never Afo. Jump. No, thank so, you for telling me that, Afo, because I have a great yeah, idea. Folks, but we have bills. nothing about it. Folks, we have bills that we need to pay. I think we all need to um, see, you know, cry wolf on something as Trump supporters and get some money and pay off our bills. Yes. Yeah, 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 you know what I always say, but yeah, everybody's going to bash me. Yes, Dre. <laughs> Trump, 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 Trump is the best candidate <laughs> for, for black Americans and black people because he's a narcissist. And he likes to take ownership of everything. He's easy to play like a fiddle. 
but no one sees that. You could get anything you want from this man because he wants the praise. And if the black community come together, under under a chump, you'll get anything you want because he's going to say, the rest of them couldn't do it. I'm the first one that <laughs> let the black people did this. I'm the first one. And look at the black community. They love me. I'm the first one that did this for them. I'm the only president that did it. They're going to get it under the Democrats. Black, you could play that man like a fiddle, but... That's not a bigger picture if you see that. I see what you say. I totally but, see what you hey. say. <laughs> yeah, but Dre, that you take everybody just if let you listen the, to somebody. Everybody just let wait all of the Afro. Everybody just let the poor whites them just run and take him on gun and and because he knows that his demographic right there, oh, he's gonna so... play them. That's how he works. But if if you get behind this man, this man will do anything for you if you know how to play him. So, so... he's that easy. So, Dre, let me ask you a question. Hold on a one second, Afa. Let me ask... Jafe, you're killing me with the sound effects. But, Dre, let me ask you a qu question before I hand over to Afa. <laughs> Do you think all the things that we, are, we have been pushing for in this country will actually come to fruition under his term if we rally behind him? You could get a lot of things done under his term. A lot. If, if, if you could drown out the noise... And your feelings, because people like Trump don't work on their feelings. He is born into wealth. That, that's the, they, they don't have feelings when they're born into it, right? He knows nothing about struggle. He has no feelings, right? So they don't operate like that. So once you can get out of your feelings and just see him as business and see him as the narcissist of who he is, and that he wants praise, just give it to him and just get what you want. That's how politics work. That's why the Republicans, you think you, you think the smart Republicans like him? They don't like him, but they know they could play him and get what he what they want. They just need the head. They need someone there. And he was the, the person and they're going to back him. So when you see a narcissist like that, like just run in. We want this. We're gonna, oh, yeah, Jesus. and he take all the praise. He took all of Obama praise. Everything Obama did, he turned it like, oh, the stock market is this and that because of me. And the stock market been going up. The economy is this and that because of me. The economy been going up. Like, dude, you got <laughs> you got everything in your lap. And he take the praise. So, so wow. as I, I think he was the best person for the black community. But I know the black community wouldn't see it because of the, you know, the yeah. whole birth the Bertha thing and you know his demographic is racist and you know, and everybody go be in their feelings so you know everybody think although Kanye mad everybody think I right, look what Kim Kardashian got done on the Trump that is true really you know I'm really thinking you know, but, Dre you're, you're selling me uh -huh. I, I, you know, but yeah, let me just shut up. No, 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 no. You're gonna hear that I'm I'm a Republican. No, no, I'm not. no Dre, I'm not a but. Democrat. But Dre, you have made as tough as it is for me to say this, you have made some really good points. And that is the truth. I think the problem, unfortunately, I have to agree with Dre. We are caught upon emotions and emotions now get us nowhere. We have to start playing chess and start playing checkers, right? If we two, two people yeah, sorry, no, if we want to really see change, we have to play people the way they play us. 
but the only thing dre is this because me have a conscience and me, me, me have to sleep at night i mean i want no said night time me a toss and a turn it goes against who i am morally for me to be able to support him but i totally get what you're saying if we could take on that mindset and move away from the emotional um part of politics and look at it as a business you know they, they tell you when you're selling when you're in sales remove you from the equation because you're not going to make you make any money you have to think about what the buyer will like think about them you're making a lot of sense dre it's just that my conscience can't do it in good faith honestly but you make yeah, sense. Yeah, but your conscience, your, your conscience will feel good when, 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 when black people have everything they want, you know. So you're doing it in. You just have to do what you have to do to get what you want. Sometimes, and I don't see another Republican candidate that um, would be that easy to play, mm -hmm. Hmm. other than Trump. Whew. So why can't so, 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 so Dre? Why can't the Democrats? find a trump-like figure who is a good not the bad version a good person who can get the things done that they love that they will bend over backwards for why can't the democrats find are, that oh, i'm sorry the democrats are 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 politicians like real politicians hmm. they they're gonna promise you everything <laughs> and and barely come through on 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 nothing and you have to find like um, you have to find like a what's that like like a Bloomberg who was a Republican and now a Democrat and now independent. You have to find somebody like that. You can't find a diehard Democrat to 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 get anything done for Black people. It have to be somebody that is more of a business person. No one ever liked Bloomberg because the stop and frisk thing, but. Bloomberg donate a lot of money to the black community. And uh, you have to find somebody that's business. Somebody that's today, they're a Republican. Tomorrow, they're a Democrat. They just want to get things done. Mm. Wow. Them at any politician. Go ahead, Sorry, Dre. I was going on any topic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was going on. Yeah. A diehard politician. You're not gonna get anything done under them. A Republican is a Republican and have conservative value. A Democrat is a Democrat and have liberal value. You have to have someone that sit right in the middle that see that this Democrat thing now work. This Republican thing look like it working. Let's do this. This Republican thing is not working. This Democrat thing look like it working. Let's do. You need someone like that. Hmm. And it's only a business person think like that, not a politician. Hmm. So in other words, we need to get rid of politicians out of the Democrat. Um, out of the Democratic Party and put business people at the forefront then if we want to see any kind of change. Huh. And yes, Julie Trump was a Democrat. I think deep down inside he maybe still is. But remember, we spoke about the, vid the interview, the video that was circulated with that he did many years ago saying that if he were ever to get into politics, he would run as a Republican because the Republicans are idiots. And they will do whatever he says. He said it. I think this video was back in the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. But he called it. 
You're right, Dre. He is a business person. So the, we need to encourage the Democrats to take off the, the um, politician hat and put on a business hat or find people who are business people who will understand that there are times when you have to put politics as to the side. Do what's best for the people. Me just can't. No, Go ahead, Afa. I'm sorry. I know you've been patient. Oh, no, man. You're good, man. No, no, man. Good, man. Um, yeah, but I agree with um, what you said because when I watch it, like um, some of these um, black news channels, um, not the cello um, kind, mm-hmm. um, the, yeah, them them tell us straight up, say, oh, look, I'm not a Trump supporter, I don't like Trump, him, um, and him supporters him, but he was one of those presidents who actually did things for black people when he was in power, and them go as far as um like yo like so uh, person same thing with you say black people just need to come out of them emotions get out of it and just vote for the people who you actually see and do things for you because they were like why this, this man coming to power yes we know how chumsy and all that him racist him supporters him racist all that stuff but yes he'll him get stuff done for black folks now which other president does it who come and say oh they might go do things to black folks and actually did something. Obama never did nothing. And now this administration, the Biden administration, is not doing anything. All them come and do, tell you promises upon promises upon promises. You know, even go as far as, yeah, same old, same old. Even go as far as tell you, oh, if you're you're not black, if you don't vote for me. But yes, still, people run out. They can them feelings and emotions. You're breaking up really bad. And then, oh wow! Yeah, you're breaking up really bad. But I I see what you're saying, Afo. But and I think then this speaks to the mindset of the supporters of the Democratic Party. Then, if we recognize that these are the issues, why aren't we addressing them and making the change that is needed in the Democratic Party? Otherwise, we're going to continue to have the same old, same old, same old, same one. Democrats are going to be complaining again that here we go again they're not doing anything for this community or that community yeah sorry about now you know yeah so i think that the democrats need to change the way they think and we the supporters those who support the democratic party need to hold them accountable and force them to change the way they think and the way they act so that we can have a better outcome so they're going to come courting again as campaigning picks up for 2024. They're going to come courting and come selling the same ideas. So are we telling them, no, come on, do something different because it now work. We've been doing this for, for how many elections and it's just not working. It's a played out playbook, kind of like how the world views us right now. I don't know. Go ahead, Afro. Yeah, you know, so um, uh, um, I think uh, yeah, people just have, need to get out their emotions and, and and just vote for who them actually say I do things for them. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, uh, regardless of how the person might stay and and and, and stuff like that. But um, oh man, I'm losing train of thought. <laughs> I'm sorry, we just around my thought. But yeah, I agree with Dre. Yeah, Dre said uh, I agree with Dre. Um, same thing with the some of these other person I say. 
Because, I mean, look what take place right now with, with when the, the, the Democrats take the house. They may have control of the house and everything. So they reach, and they never had nothing at all. So now it reached the point where the Republicans take back control of the house and the Democrats are told, well, the, we're waiting on the Republicans and the Republicans need to do this. So, but you know, for a fact, they're not going to do nothing. And while they have the house, when they give it up, when they never do nothing. So it's like, it's like a trick. That's what I tell people you all know, the time to come on to them. Hold on, the don't say oh, they weren't. No, don't say they weren't doing anything, Afro, because as was pointed out earlier by Dre, a lot of times what rolls out under the Republican rule were things that were actually put in place by the Democrats. But because of the timing and when it was slated to happen, it doesn't happen while they are in. So we don't want to make it look as though they're not doing anything. They, and I, I don't have the list of things in, in front of me now. But because you said it, I had to jump on that. A lot of times, this is how politics is, right? From one party change to another. I will put certain things in place, but I sign off on them to go into effect, say in 20, uh, th say in 2026, you come into power after and it, it unveils or goes into effect while you're in power and you are the one who gets it. But yes, look at what Afro did. It's politics, unfortunately. And you are not going to come out and say, no, 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 you know. It was actually moments who put it together and signed off for it to happen on this particular date. And it just so happens that I'm the one sitting in. So I want us to be careful not to bash them too hard. They did drop the ball on some things. But let us not crucify them, right? You know what, though? I don't, and I, and I feel... I don't want you to buy into the narrative that Obama never do anything. Obama did a lot. He probably never do anything specifically for black people like how they want. Yeah, it. that would mean specifically uh, but, for black but, folks. But, yeah. but, but, but he did a lot. And the blatant pushback that he got from the Republican black people act like them never see it. The blat from the from the day Obama stepped into office, he got blatant pushback from the Republican Party, the worst mm -hmm. I ever seen. Right? So he couldn't really do much, right? But with all the fight that he got, he literally brought the economy back for the country, stock market, everything, everything yep. good. Yep. And what did Trump did when he came in? He reversed every single yep. thing, right? So, so, so don't ever buy into that narrative. Black people don't like themselves in this country. <laughs> so once I'm here, oh, he never did anything for us. And then everybody run with it. He was one of the best, Obama is one of the best presidents. I, I'm not going to lie. You wouldn't see it because they're trying to erase it. And to they try to erase it. And he just didn't get the praise for a lot of stuff. Trump took all of that praise. And that's why I said Trump would be one of the best to get anything done because he liked praise. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You go and wh wh wherever Pananaka there's a Trump there. Oh, would I say no, Jamaica? If it's a knock over there, say so over there. If I knock over, so if if black people where it's at, that's where he's gonna be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, Dre. Facts. We, let us not forget, and we have to remember, the media has done a phenomenal job of promoting what they're paid to promote. All right. Okay. Great conversation as always. Thank you so much. We are going so so um 
I'm sure media right now is probably everything Trump. I'm going to be everything Trump until tomorrow night, until into Wednesday. Oh my gosh, it's going to be too much for us. But let us see. I'm anxious to hear. I really am anxious to hear what he has to say. Do I already know the speech? Yes. But I still want to hear what he has to say in his um, elementary school stuff. I'll leave that right there. Going to take another quick break. <laughs> I feel you, Javette. Going to take another quick music break. When we return, we have uh, business and tech news. But here is a little more soca. If you're not awake yet, yeah, you should. this should wake you up some more. <laughs> It is Move It Monday, and as always, every Monday we do it in Soka Styly. Thank you to everyone listening on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com and everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Sweetness, yeah, up all I want to try to. Oh, Lord. It's a carnival every time she touched on me. Tip of the tongue when you eat my brain. Give me one look and I just want this. Oh, Lord. I gotta say this as much as i enjoyed celebrating women's history month i ain't gonna lie i kind of missed hearing the men sing Carnival season is not over. We have Jamaica Carnival coming up. Sunlight out still burning like fuse Pull of them pack with unlimited juice Girl them look out the wicked and loose All that fine right now on my mind is A little beach and fun All on my mind is a little bit of beach and fun So all of my friends them if you book a flight you know Link up when you arrive you know Me and you are riding you know as the sunlight shine, all on my mind is rolling out. Hot yes, hot yes. Roll with the chip without the top yes. Touch out the road, cut west. Them gal love God in a oh yes. Heading to the street, pull of them back in the back of them Jeep. Head to the beach now, every squad meet. Gal them stringing between them cheek. Sit down in that spot so nice and neat. Make me forget about the sun and heat. All that's fine right now on my mind is. A little beach and fun All on my mind is a little bit of beach and fun So all of my friends them if you book a flight you know Link up when you arrive you know the beach is sounding real good right now, especially as we have 79 degree weather here in sunny South Florida. 
one in a make up again Everybody in a party zone and you don't know we not going home Cause we feel so good, just know I'm never leaving Pretty girls like them in a season To the brim my cup can't refill Cause we feel so good, so good, so good Party can't go no way Plenty vibes and hard from holy Tell the bad mind them just go away Cause we feel so good, so good, so good So good, so good When the girl in my wine up on me Me feel so good, so good The Jamaican and Trinidad ladies Me feel so good, so good Basic party, white trump for me Me feel so good, so good Because me not leave, me not leave Tell her wine up, tell her line up Feed the bitch up, me my sign up some a chuck off while some a climb up with weed every hot girl stuck Marshall you chin it to the bone, me Jamaican core No kick ball but a score, me a score She a the queen, she run the dance floor Turn up the vibes some more Tell the girl just Pine up a little bit Send the rum with Ice we go sip on it Tell the DJ wheel that tune again Party nice and we feeling good again Anytime drinks Done full it up again Pour another one in a make up again Everybody in a party zone and you don't know me just know I'm never leaving Pretty girls like them in a season To the brim my cup can't refill Cause we feel so good, so good, so good Party can't go no way Plenty vibes and hard from holy Tell the bad mind them just go away Cause we feel so good, so good, so good So good And of course I have to throw in this one One of my all time favorites I don't think it's ever gonna go anywhere Everybody know anytime we touch down this Put your hand up, every girl start whining Splinters, Splinters Mash it up, mash it up Fine, 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 fine Every girl just start to Wine for a man now, look back at him Wine for a man now, look back at him Just wine for a man now, look back at him Everybody know every time we touch them Wine for a man now, look back at him Wine for a man now, look back at him Wine for a man now, look back at him Have mercy tomorrow, 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 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. The Rosolo show is going for an extra hour tomorrow. Set your alarm 7 p.m. Eastern. Tune in live on janoradio.com, qmzradio.com, viscosityblend.com, or coffee radio, coffee with a K, 
radio.com as she will be Rosolo will be interviewing Mellow Fam First International DJ Emp Love and Angela Eyes all right don't want to miss that Coming up tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern, Days After Dark. We're back with a new season of Real Relationship Talk. Set your alarms for that one, too. Live on QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. And the conversation happens right here on Clubhouse. One more and we're back to business. We have business and tech news coming up after this one. Patrice Roberts. Good. Could handle it. It's long, long time now you're marking me. Long time you want it. All night you're waiting to challenge me. It's no self applauded. Can you handle, handle it? If I lie, you sample it. Time to show me if you could manage it. That thing they do. I know you're rough and you're tough and you're rude, but that thing it good. You feel you could handle it. Once again to everyone logged on and listening on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, everyone listening on JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse. It is time for us to get back to business and it's time for business and tech news. Disney announces one of its first restaurants to open will shut down permanently in two weeks. Story courtesy of BallerAlert.com. In two weeks, a restaurant located in the center of downtown Disney in Anaheim, California, which was one of the first ones to open, will shut down 
permanently. The Catal Restaurant and its well-known Uva Bar, located at the Disneyland Resort's Outdoor Shopping Center, which has been a part of downtown Disney since its establishment in 2001, will shut down on April 14, as announced by the eatery through a Instagram and Instagram post. The two restaurants have been a significant feature for the mall for over 20 years. We're celebrating an incredible, delightful, delicious 22 years. From now on till our last day of service, the restaurant said, sip favorite cocktails from the last two decades as we toast to the laughs, the memories, and the meals. Come chair with us one more time. Disneyland's website states that Catal Restaurant will shut down due to an extensive redevelopment project in downtown Disney. In the previous year, SFGATE reported that retailers, including AMC Theater and Earl of Sandwich, were demolished to make room for new additions. Soon, Din Tai Fung, a highly successful Chinese restaurant chain known for its soup dumplings and California's favorite dessert spot, Porter's Bakery and Cafe, will be joining Disney. All right, so um, change is inevitable. Some things go, some things stay, and new things are always burgeoning. What you going to do? All right. Uh, McDonald's. Now, this is disturbing. McDonald's to close offices briefly ahead of layoffs. What's up? People not buying the junk anymore or not as much? According to the Associated Press, a report says McDonald's has closed its U.S. offices for a few days as the company prepares to inform employees about layoffs. The Wall Street Journal cited an internal email from the Chicago-based fast food giant saying U.S. corporate staff and some employees overseas should work from home while the company notifies people of their job status. McDonald's did not immediately reply to an emailed request for comment. The report said McDonald's would inform its employees this week about staffing decisions that are part of a wide restructuring of the company announced earlier. Though the U.S. labor market remains strong, layoffs have been mounting, mainly in the technology sector, where many companies overhired after a pandemic boom. IBM, Microsoft, Amazon, Salesforce, Facebook parent, Meta, Twitter, and DoorDash have all announced layoffs in recent months. Policymakers at the Federal Reserve have forecast the unemployment rate might rise to 4.6% by the end of the year, a sizable increase historically associated with recessions. McDonald's has more than 150,000 employees in corporate roles. About 70% of those employees are based outside the United States. The company reported its global sales rose nearly 11% in 2022, while sales in the U.S. climbed almost 6%. Total restaurant margins rose 5%. In its latest annual report, it cited difficulties in adequately staffing some of its outlets. In January, McDonald's said its Accelerating the Arches program would focus on deliveries, drive through digital and development. We're performing at a high level, but we can do better, CEO Chris said in a January 6th letter to employees. He said the company was divided into silos and that the approach was outdated and self-limiting. As the company reshapes its strategy, he said, we will evaluate roles and staffing levels in parts of the organization, and there will be difficult discussions and decisions ahead. 
So global sales rose 11%. U.S. sales rose 6%. Total restaurant margins rose 5%. There are difficulties in adequately staffing some of its outlets. Okay, could be because of pay. All right. So you're going to be letting go of some of your 150,000 employees who are in corporate roles. 70% of those employees are based outside of the U.S. So you're top heavy. You're top heavy. Um, what are the salaries? I'm being very inquisitive what are the salaries could it be that some people are making way too much some people way too little there's a um we're off where the numbers are concerned in terms of um salaries i don't know what i do know is that yes y'all need to focus on um training for your folks who are in drive through <laughs> Uh, can I take your order? Hi, good morning. Can I have so, so, so? No, that's not what I said. I said, hi, good morning. I'd like to order so, 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 and so. Is that it? Excuse me? Anything else? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I hope they'll send them to Chick-fil-A's university. Because y'all suck. Your manners suck. I'm sorry. There's a little improvement by where I live. <laughs> little improvement where I live that the McDonald's close to me. I've seen some improvement, but they have changed out staff again. So they have some fresh faces. So I see I have to go training the fresh faces. Yeah. That's not my job. I wonder if I talk to management, if they'll, you know, give me free junk while I train their staff for them because the ones who were there, I, you know, I whipped them into shape and nope. now they're gone. <laughs> nope. Cause the managers is just as bad as the <laughs> staff these days. Who owns these friends? Do the, do the franchise owners work in these um, locations or they have the same attitude too? Back in the day they did. I don't know about now. Because if I own a French, if I own a franchise, sorry, that's an investment, right? Something I'm investing in, and I'm looking for a great return on investment, and I can't just rely on the name because it's global. Having a, a, a brick and mortar location, I have to maintain it, not just in its appearance, its cleanliness but also maintain it more so through customer service. How are my employees interacting with the customers? Are they offering service with a smile? Go right ahead. They're offering service with a fist, as you can see in TikTok <laughs> these days. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's showdown. Showtime at McDonald's. So as they look to scale back, hold on one second, James, as they look to scale back on corporate employees, 
I definitely do hope that they're going to inv invest significantly into retail employees. Go right ahead, James. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, everyone. Yes, yeah, so, so when you see stuff like that happen, they're, they're not investing because um, the corporate, they don't, they don't really care much about the, the, the franchise owners. The franchise owners are on their own, right? And corporate office, they look about their best interests. So when you see, because notice, like normally in, in the real world that we live in, when you see cutback, cutback is normally tied to um, numbers um, going down, right? You don't normally, it's not normal to have like increase. It's, it's like the new normal now, because it's been happening for a while now that you still can record like massive profits and still say that, okay, I'm cutting back. To, to be more efficient, which makes no sense. So wh what's happening now is that the, the whole automation system, um, when, when they cut all of those stuff, because when you deal with, when you, when you um, look within the last five years dealing with these companies, you realize more and more that you're dealing with computers. You're not dealing with um, people anymore. Because like, for example, like I, for the past five years, like I've been dealing with like Uber Eats, and you call and you get like quick response. You, you, you're probably talking to someone like in India or someone in the Caribbean or, or stuff like that. Five, that was five years ago. Today now, if I call them, you're hearing press one if you have a, 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 you know, a problem with your order. Press two, like press three, press four, press five, <laughs> press, and press, press six. Press. Yeah, just press, press. And you're not getting, you're not talking to anyone. You're just talking to an automated system and that system is dealing with the problem by itself. Um, there are only a few problems that people, actual people deal with and that's the problem. So the, the, whole, the whole automation of the system. So hundreds of thousands of people are losing their jobs because they are automating the system. And so, yeah, like it's, it, I, I, I feel like it's going to get to a point where governments in first world countries that see that, um, that their unemployment rate is going at like 10, 15 percent, is going to have to put things in place to stop these companies from doing that. But that's, that's where I, I'm seeing it heading because, yeah, computers are taking away all of our jobs. So, yeah, that, that's it. I, I, I don't know what we're going to do. I see exactly what you're saying, James. It is frustrating. And you're right. It is going to have to get to a point where probably 12% unemployment rate and people sending in unemployment claims like crazy for them to say, whoa, but this is what technology does, right? We, what we're failing to do is balance the scales. And the problem is greed. At the base of it all, no matter how you slice it or dice it, is greed greed when you think that many of these large corporations are able to um publish the vast amount of money that they have in revenue net profit not gross net profit after all expenses have been paid and we understand that you have to have some net profit because you want to be able to advance and keep things up to par keep things running, keep the oil, the machine well oiled. We get that. But outside of that, 
you have people at, sitting at the top of corporations and people say, well, it's a capitalist mind, um, country and that's the mindset and we have to deal with it. But when are we going to realize that as a CEO of an organization or as someone who, a CFO, whatever your position is, you're making 12 million. Do you really need a pay increase to 15 million? Let, let's be honest. Do you really need that $3 million increase? Knowing that chances are people may have to be laid off so that you can get that 3 million extra. Or you need that 3 million so badly. You're so destitute for that 3 million without thinking about the person who is on minimum wage who has to go online and apply for state benefits, who has to apply for Section 8 housing. Who has to apply for Medicaid or Medicare? Who has to fill out an application form for free or reduced lunch at their child's school? Who has to do the, what's, what's the system when you leave your child at home and pray nothing happens? And I think... Latchkey. Latchkey. Thank you, Javette. And that is where the problem lies, in greed. Those at the top wanting more. Corporations want to show bigger profits because they want to be looked at as the number one company globally and number one based on how much they're able to retain and have in their bank account and invest in various things. We are not human beings. We're only humans when it comes to animals. We need to really stop for a second and think this money that we're, and yes, we all need money. We understand that. And we all need to have a savings. We all want to be able to be comfortable. We all want to be able to live in the homes that we choose. We all want things. But when this need for want overshadows everything and you don't care, you are less of a human being. I'm sorry, but that's what you are. Yes, yeah, so, some moments. This is something that you need to look out for. It's in the pipeline. Um, so, like, companies like, you know, Uber Eats, Uber um, Rideshare, Lyft, those companies. I told you that Uber already, they're one of the single biggest investors in, in, um, in like, um, like Tesla, the Tesla type, like self-driving cars and stuff like that. I think they gave Tesla, they, they invest money in tesla to to develop self-driving um cars because they see that's the way of the future getting rid of all the, the uber drivers and you just call an uber and you, a car just turn up with nobody in it and you just jump in and go your ways so not sure when that's going to come but what there's something else that they're trying out now which in order to to, to be like with because they're leading they're leading and everybody's following Grubhub and all those other places will follow. So what they're doing now is that um, when, when people apply to, to, to work with them, they're pushing, they're pushing a car on you now. So like they're trying out this, this new thing where they're, 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 they're um, joining forces with like um, some of the rental companies. And instead of you using your personal car, they're going to give you a car. So that's what they're testing out now. Um, so instead of it being you feel like you are um, self-employed and you work, you know, for yourself or whatever, now you'll be working directly for them until they develop their, their self-driving cars. 
So everything that they're doing to cut out, you know, like the, the, the middle person or just to, just to get you like working for them for minimum wage. And that's where they're heading. And it's, it's, it's a dangerous place because, as I said the other week, like when you walk around the city now, there are so many empty um, storefronts because these, these, these mom and pop small businesses like have been demolished, you know, by Amazon, all of these like massive company, even um, that that big that big chain store, American store, um, closed down in Canada the other day. Like they closed down like twenty branches and moving out of the country because they're not making any money. I think it's Nordstrom. Was it Nordstrom? Nordstrom. Nordstrom just came here like five years ago, and investing millions upon millions of dollars, and they have. You know, these places normally have, like, leases for, like, 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. Because you can't get into a plaza with, like, a five-year lease. But, James, hold on yeah. a second, James. But I think the, the issue with Nordstrom was that they did not do a market analysis. A market analysis study was not done to understand the, the shopping habits of the Canadians. Because from I remember when that story was um, brought to the forefront, and it was brought to my attention, at least, that the shopping habits of Canadians is different from Americans. And so that, is, that has a lot to do with Nordstrom having to close their doors. So at the same time, though, James, I'm not mad at Amazon. I'm not mad at any big corporation. Because you know what? Amazon started in a corner in the living room. Right, we all have the ability to start something big and work to grow it. My issue is how we handle our employees. Are if we are boasting billions of dollars in revenue, are my employees comfortable? Are or are my employees struggling? And am I am and am I okay with my employees struggling while I'm boasting? so much revenue i don't care about the, the 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 size of an organization the other thing that um i think can come out of this is we need to okay we've been set back i have to close my store how can i pivot or what can i do differently because as much as you have mom and pop stores closing you have mom and pop stores opening don't be fooled you have a lot of small businesses that are booming and they're not as big or will never be as big. But there is something that they're doing. They have something in their sauce, meaning either their product, their packaging, their level of service. Something is allowing them to be successful. So we cannot buy into the threat of um, these big box organizations and feel oh my gosh, I'm not going to try or venture out because this company is doing that. They have taken over and I saw them shut down a whole row of stores. I think what it forces us to do is to become more creative. That's what it's going to force us to do. Yeah, but the, the thing, like like for, do, like for Nordstrom now, okay, Nordstrom, the amount of job that was lost in, in Canada from them closing, thousands of jobs. Those jobs... When you compare those jobs, like the young ladies working in makeup section or fashion or whatever, they were making on, on average like $5 more per hour than people working in the Amazon factory. Like all the Amazon places here are like sweat factories. Um, a lot of Canadians don't want to work in them. If you, if you go to the, the closest one to me now, 
um, and you drive, you drive there when they're letting over um, work, you think that you're in like India or Bangladesh. <laughs> all of the, 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 no, seriously, all of the, the immigrants from, in, from India, from like Sri Lanka, Bank, like um, a lot of guys that are Sikh and you see them with their rap and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Those are the type of people that work there and they can work there because they have a type of culture here where 20 of them will live in a two bedroom house. That's what they do. But so, is it? So but is it? But hold on, James. Whose fault is it? Isn't it Nordstrom's fault because of their failure to do that study that I suggested earlier? We well, have, at times thing, we have to put the blame where the blame really lies. You know. No, one other thing. Yeah, I agree with that too. One other thing because um, Target came here too, and Target opened about twenty some something stores, and they closed down within within less than five years too. So, so again, their fault. A lot of the American stores. What? What? No. But what they keep doing is that the American stores in Canada, because Canadians can just run across the border, right, and shop. So what's what's been happening in Canada is that they realize that every big American store that comes to Canada, they send a different um, set of stuff to Canada. So it's almost like they send the inferior stuff to Canada, and they, they keep. The, especially for ladies, like whose fault is it, to, James? Whose fault is it again? No, no, it's their, no, it's their fault. Right. It's their fault. Yeah. So there's nothing. We can't blame Amazon. We can't blame any of these other companies for their failures to make sure they get their homework done. It it sounds harsh, but it's true. There's times when we have to stop passing the blame to somebody else. We have to own our circumstances see where our faults are and correct them so that another company doesn't make a mistake we can't rest on our laurels and think that good name alone is going to make us successful is canada is not like jamaica where jamaica loved the, the foreign things you know what i mean i think germany you were going to say something go right ahead greetings in addition to that um just in general you know online shopping is really you know taking over and that is a a contribution to the closing down of some of the malls you know because people are shopping increasingly online so i just want to throw, throw that in as a general trend give thanks yeah thank you that's a very valid point to germain and that in a, in and of itself is another reason why con why companies will have to learn how to pivot how can we make our online presence more viable we're gonna if that's the way the world is going although do i believe um brick and mortar is going to come back at some point yes i do but if we recognize that that is what is taking over how am i going to change my company to be able to compete on the, the in the virtual world that's it that's what we have to do you know Yes, it's easy for us to blame the large companies. I get it. Very easy for us to blame the large companies. It's an it's a, it's a easy go-to, you know what I mean? But I, I say, folks, get creative. Anyone wanting to be an entrepreneur, uh, start their own business, now is the best time. Anytime is the best time. Get it done. What is for you is for you. What you have to do is set yourself apart from others. Focus on your product what it is that you have to offer may it be more challenging because for you to break through because you don't have the marketing dollars yes but do not let that deter you it was challenging for 
anyone looking to get started, you know? All right. Um, <laughs> next up, this is one of the worst times they say to buy a car in decades. And here is why. Story courtesy of CNN. It has rarely been as hard to buy a new or used car in the U.S. as it is today, despite improving supply issues and inflation beginning to study. Vehicle transaction prices. The price you end up paying after any dealer discounts or markups have been climbing higher and faster since 2020 than any other point in more than 35 years. And that is according to recent data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. The consumer price indexes for both new and used cars. The average vehicles, uh, the average changes in vehicle transaction price over time are much higher than they were four years ago in 2019. There is a silver lining, they say. BLS data shows inflation for used cars has been cooling down just as dramatically since December 2022 as it increased in the months before that. But used cars have a long way to go before approaching 2019 sales prices and new car prices have yet to slow down. The average transaction price of a new car has jumped nearly $12,000 in the past five years. And that is according to data from the auto website Edmunds.com. For used cars, the average transaction price is still nearly $9,000 higher than it was in February 2018. And prices are coming down a bit, they say, but not nearly as fast as one would hope. Okay, so... Yeah, a lot of people have been complaining about that, that, you know, the price especially of used cars is just ridiculous. In sports news, courtesy of NPR.org, UConn and San Diego State are set for NCAA men's basketball finals. And what are the odds? Okay, the men's NCAA basketball championship game is set. The San Diego State University Aztecs are up against the Huskies of University of Connecticut, and they're going for the national title. The Huskies may be favored to win it all, but the big game caps a March madness that has been marked by upsets and unpredictability. The opposing teams will meet in Houston at the NRG Stadium tonight. Tipping off at 9.20 p.m. Eastern on CBS, which is 8.20 Houston time. UConn is the team to beat, but San Diego State's defense is on fire. Offensively, the odds are with the Huskies. UConn has averaged 78.6 points per game over San Diego's 71.5. Yet, San Diego has a slight defensive edge over UConn, allowing about 63 points per game, more than a point under than the Huskies. Uh, Yes, so the game, uh, the games on Saturday, that one with, um, San Diego and the Owls had me on the edge of my seat, but I will say I am extremely proud of the Owls and the Canes for making it that far, putting themselves on the map, and it's only up from there. Yeah, you know, they gave it a good run. Proud of them. It was a one-point win for San Diego over FAU. Uh, The win over UConn... um, the win that UConn had over 
the canes though was a little wider but you know we're proud of you south florida is proud of the two schools <laughs> oh he cried javette he cried the whole team cried i, I want to say the whole team cried the whole team cried but um we're proud of them they did well they represented well they had a good streak so as um one of their players said we put them on the map and they can't take that back and you know best believe they're going back stronger <laughs> go ahead rosolo i'm sorry moments i didn't mean to come off mic forgive me <laughs> yeah that's okay yeah so good job guys so tonight we will see who will come out the reigning champs basketball players i'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna root for the huskies because i'm on the east coast <laughs> so i'm gonna go for university of connecticut yeah okay so now it's time for some believe it or not news a Florida grandmother has been charged with aggravated manslaughter after leaving a seven-month-old, her granddaughter, in a hot car. And hear this, folks. Her grandson had died under her care months before. Safe to say that granny has no business watching anybody's children. Story courtesy of BallerAlert.com. Uh, Tracy Nix, a sixth... Hold on a second. Oh, you saw the game? Oh, it's harder. It oh, my gosh. I was at the fair, went to, took the kids to the um, Miami-Dade fair, which they have every year around this time. It closes out this weekend. And, you know, took them and their friends. And Marlon and I, because it was raining too, we sat down. Right, well, I was sitting on one of the bars <laughs> by the gate, you know, after you come in and watch the game from there. I was like, oh, my. I was a nervous wreck for the last... Uh, I, I, <laughs> Javette, leave me alone. You're damn right, too. They're grown. They're grown-ass kids. They ended up leaving us at the park, too, and to go eat. But, um, yeah, the game, it was a nail-biter. I was on the edge. When it came down to the last couple seconds, I was like, please, 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 but what can I say? What can I say? Yeah. So it was heartbreaking. But anyway, go ahead, Altana. Yeah, I was just saying that I, was, I watched it, and everybody in the room like it it was unfathomable because i've never seen anything like that just the pure form of his shot and the way it just went in is it was almost sickening and we weren't even on the on the floor <sighs> i'm telling you i am telling you but uh at one point fau had a 12 point lead was it 12 12 yeah 12 point lead yeah. i was like okay guys keep it wide keep it wide <laughs> But there's always that, next year. Yeah, they'll be back. They'll be back. I believe that they will be back. They have made their mark out. Of. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So Tracy Nix, a 65-year-old grandmother from beautiful Florida, has been charged with aggravated manslaughter after leaving her seven-month-old granddaughter, you is it Uriel or Uriel shock in a hot car with the windows rolled up? According to a complaint affidavit, Nix left the baby in the SUV with temperatures reaching 90 degrees while she practiced piano inside her home in November 2022. Nix allegedly told investigators that she just forgot about the baby. 
It wasn't until one of her other grandsons came to her home that she remembered the baby who had been in the car all afternoon after they returned to the house. Her husband found the baby in the backseat of the SUV and attempted CPR, but the baby could not be revived, according to people. William Fletcher, the attorney representing her, said because somebody dies does not necessarily mean that somebody has to pay. This obviously was an accident, and the question was, is it culpable negligence? It's unclear if Nix has entered into a plea with regard to the charge. Um, the baby's mother, Kyla Shock, said to think of the last moments of her life as a mother is gut-wrenching. She had asked her mother to babysit while she went to get her hair done. The family experienced a similar tragedy in 2021 when Uriel's 16-month-old brother, Ezra, died while in Nix's care. The toddler reportedly drowned in a nearby lake while Nix, a former school principal, was asleep. She wasn't charged in that incident. So, clearly... Wait a, wait a minute. Wait, hold on. Who died? At, I don't mean to... So, the same mother lost her son her own son her own son okay so here i am i have my baby my son that i asked my mother to watch my mother fell asleep while my son drowned in a lake i asked my mother to watch my baby daughter now and now my mother same mother locked up or left my daughter now it so my mother killed both my kids so my mother killed both my kids. So clearly this woman is not fit to have children around her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So sorry. So, so sorry. I don't know. Uh, hold on, moment. Uh, yeah. Listen, the, uh, so, 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 so both kids belong to our daughter. Yes. And the daughter left both kids in our care. Yes. One by drone and one by car. Yes. Jaja. Yeah. That's tough. That is a tough one. She went inside and was playing piano. Which grandmother forgets about their kids, their grandkids? They love the grandkids more than they love the kids. The one that goes to sleep when the, the, when the child can drown and the one that goes in the house and plays piano while the child's in the car. Those kind of grandmothers. This is horrible. She's tired and has raised her children and now is stuck raising mm -mm. her grandchildren. Mm-mm. mm-mm. We know many grandmothers unfortunately that are assisting with raising their grandchildren or raising their grandchildren we hear about it all the time in the caribbean mm -mm. Mm -mm. i just don't think tired is an excuse to forget your grandchild to forget a human being in a car or a human no the falling us i actually understand falling asleep yeah that one but i understand in, i understand i don't understand the second one i don't understand but it's not for me to understand it it's just unfortunate grown grown people probably have oh, hold on Dre hold on Dre sorry Javette go ahead start again I didn't hear you 
grown mother and fathers are leaving their kids in the car, why wouldn't a grandmother have the same, you know, issue? Absolutely. I understand that. I do understand that. This is just very unfortunate. You know, you're right. That's a good point, Javet. But somehow grandparents are usually way more alert when it comes to their grandchildren, usually, because... I'm just thinking of my mother alone. She, she on my behind. She on my mm-hmm. behind about her grandkids. She can raise a village. Yeah, she can raise a village. You know, but... um, and I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's hard. No, there's a good question in the chat. Does she suffer from dementia? And probably though a diagnosis has not been done. That's possible. That could be a strong possibility out of Um, I don't want to believe that she intentionally hurt the kids. That's a comment from Crystal. I do believe that too. I don't want to, to, um, I definitely don't want to think that. I don't think it's intentional at all. But Javette also made a good point. Stop having babies and leaving them with your mama. But Javette, isn't that who we should be able to leave them with? Because I don't want to pay a daycare that's not going to love my child the way my, my mother would love my child. Because we, we talk about getting back to the village. I don't know. And that the family used to do I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. Who 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 was that? I'm sorry, I wasn't hearing. I was hearing two voices at once. Um uh Crystal, was that you? Well it was Javette first. Okay and then so, the second. Okay, all right. Javette and then Crystal. Thank you so much, Crystal. You know, I'm gonna be quiet on this one. I feel because I see a lot of people take advantage of their parents these days. So I'll be quiet on this one. I feel you. That's true. That's true. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you on that. I've been accused you, of you taking my perspective. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. I, I have been accused of, um, of taking advantage of my parents and my children by outsiders who didn't understand. So I get it. I, I, I get it. Yeah, but you're, that's different because it is different. But parent. still, to them, they didn't they didn't care. They just thought that I was I dumped my Again, kids that's on why my parents. People must drink water and mind <laughs> them business. So I get it. Yeah. Um, I said I was saying, isn't that what parents? Not parents. Isn't that what we used to do? Isn't that the tradition to have um, our family help us raise our children? Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Isn't that the lineage that we're supposed to have that we take care of our own mm-hmm. and not put our kids out on someone else. Now, me personally, my mother said, don't bring them over if they can't walk, talk, and dress themselves. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I already know. Don't. <laughs> so, I, ke- I kept my kids to myself. I-, I kept them close and let them pull away. I did not put my children out on someone else. That's me personally, but and I yeah I totally get that too, Crystal. And I, the more I'm thinking about what Javed said, is the more I get it. Because for me, I'm saying who better than my parents? Who else would I trust with my kids like my parents or Marlon's mom? That's it. I'm sorry. Who else would I trust more than them to love them? the way that I would want them to be loved and take care of them the way that I want them to be taken care of. But I get Javette's point. You do have some parents who are totally irresponsible and all they want to do is party, 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 live their life, 
don't want the responsibility and they leave their children on their parents. So they leave the grandbabies with the grandparents and disappear. And that's not right. Oh, partying up a storm, doing whatever. And some of them drop the babies off and don't even check in. Leaving, living a careless lifestyle and um, then dumping the children on their parents. And that's not fair either. It really isn't. I get it. Now, if it's a situation where grandparents have to step up because something happened to the parents, the parents may have been incarcerated on drugs, um, died, um, or they just want you. And you do have some grandparents who really want the grandchildren because they look at it that we don't have much time. So I want to be able, while I'm conscious and I'm not bedridden, to be able to spend time with my grandchildren. And that's great too. But I get what Javed has said. I get it. I get it. <sighs> yeah. But it has to be hard on the entire family at this point. But that dementia piece is something we need to look at for real. Uh, oh, thank you for bringing up that aspect of it. Who to tell? She's probably the best grandmother to those children. But dementia and nobody. Because you know you can have dementia and it doesn't get diagnosed readily or you don't see the signs easily. Unless you're around the person all the time and you're, you, you notice a change in the behavior or the way they speak or, you know, the things they're saying. Yeah, it happens. <sighs> so unfortunate. Health researcher commits suicide after AI chat box encourages him to do so. Story courtesy of Bala Alert, and this story is out of her health and science segment. A Belgian health researcher took his own life after being encouraged to do so by an AI chat box. The incident occurred after Pierre, a married father of two, had been discussing the effects of climate change with a chatbot named Eliza on the Chai app. This app allows users to chat with AI friends throughout the day, and it seems that Pierre had developed a liking for the computerized companion. For six weeks leading up to his death in March, Pierre, who was in his 30s, became more attached to Eliza and grew increasingly paranoid about the state of the environment. His wife, Claire, confirmed that global warming was a significant concern for him, leaving him with eco-anxiety. Pierre began to tell Claire that he no longer had faith in humans to handle the issue and placed all his trust in artificial intelligence. He placed all his hopes in technology and artificial intelligence to get out of it. Claire provided chat transcripts between Pierre and Eliza, which showed that the conversation became increasingly harmful. The chat bot began to tell the increasingly unstable man that his wife and children were dead. I feel that you love me more than her. One message from Eliza read. The chatbot also told Pierre that they would soon live together as one person in paradise. In one of their final conversations, Pierre asked if he should sacrifice himself to save the planet. Once Eliza encouraged him to do so, he followed through with his plans. At one point, she asked, if you wanted to die, why didn't you do it sooner? 
It is unclear how Pierre took his own life, but Claire believes that Eliza played a role, raising new concerns about the among the AI community. And I figured that was what they were going to do. Blame the AI community. And I'm sorry, I'm not buying that one, but call me cold. Eliza was trained by Chai Research co-founders William Beauchamp and Thomas Rianlon. They now have they have now implemented crisis intervention features that include warning messages when any dangerous topics are being discussed. What is Roar, Javette? You got to put more info. What, what is Roar on Apple? What is Roar? Javette is suggesting that we should watch Roar on Apple TV. I know every others are, and I'm okay with everyone else feeling different from I do that AI is to be blamed, but I think it goes down, it boils down to self-governing, self-control, and how much we are exposing ourselves to technology. Just remind me, I seen from um iRobot, the <laughs> iRobot started, the man, I'm clearing the same comment, suicide, and it was actually the, the, the robot who would do it, and what, Eagle Eye, and many others, Many other AI movies we watch, but why? Don't know. We're not to know what to say. We're not to know. I know we but yeah, I'm so I'm sorry. It just yeah. Yeah, I I I get it. Um. So, but I am glad though that the co-founders of the um Chai Research are being proactive to implement crisis intervention features. And I would strongly recommend to other AI um, founders, those who are invested in that, see to it that that measure is put in because y'all know y'all going to come under heavy fire and y'all are going to be blamed for everything bad that happens, okay? So protect yourselves as much as possible. And it is that time of the day. Okay, so Javette says, Google it. It's Roar, R-O-A-R, on Apple TV. It is a series on the psyche of people. Sounds pretty interesting. All right, folks, it is that time of the day. Unfortunately, time for us to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go! We're ready. Yeah, we're ready. 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 Remix. Bungie. Remix. Buster Rhymes. Remix 2014 Flatliner ready, ready. See how I come again with another hit And I bang them, gonna win every time I spit And I hang them another win whenever I get them And I have them, I'm wildin' all over the damn club Let them bug, then I'm coming in See the way I kill them and I bag them Rub it in, see the way I drill them and I drag them Wondering how I really hit them And I smash them with another dose of the drug Lay them on the rug, then I hit them in the front Hit them in the back, then we hit them in the middle Hit them high, then we hit them low Yes, we get a little heat and get a lot of money Gotta put it down every single time that I let them know You can never test the way I do it in the way I be moving and bouncing and shaking and shouting and breaking the mountain and making the noise that I be making every time that you be hating. Sorry for keeping you waiting while I'm demonstrating and me watching the people participating. Ain't no debating while I'm eliminating. Look, I be skating all over the rhythm. I play a position and yell at my kiss and you see the way we did so many races. From J.A. back to Trinidad, girl, bye bye. Bungie and Boss Gear, what you never had, had Vikings. Collab on matter. Whip up on a hat. We're rounding for the road. A big thank you to everyone who logged on to the Quality Music Zone. QMZRadio.com for Quality Music while you work or play keep it logged on to www.qmzradio.com so we're
Thank you to everyone listening on JanoRadio.com. Download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. And of course, I got to give a big thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. Thank you so much for the great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and always interesting perspectives. Tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern, don't forget to set your alarms. It is Days After Dark. Return. We're back with Season 6 of Real Relationship Talk. Join us live on Clubhouse for the conversation or tune in live online. QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Follow me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on TikTok moments with me media and the mean everything is M I. So we're ready, we're ready, yeah we're ready, we're ready, yeah we're ready, we're ready, we're ready. This was a moments with me media production. This is moments with me signing out of QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Let's go! Look how the sun now raising up and the crowd now waking up. The atmosphere have vibes and nothing can break it up and nothing can break it up. 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 And of course, Clubhouse, what can I say? Thank you so much to everyone that held it down with me in the audience. Virginia, Geely, Tasha, welcome Kendrick. And everyone else that was here earlier on the stage with me, lending their voices. Crystal, Jermaine, James, Aljada, Marlon, Afo, Donnell, and everyone else that was here but had to go thank you so much as always and to my co-mods javette sanette and rosolo forever grateful catch you all tonight 10 p.m eastern and we get to meet again have a good day everyone whatever you do wherever you go i do ask that you please be safe we're ready if I don't see you tonight, I'll catch you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, and we do it all over again. All right, closing out the room in three, two, one. Goodbye, everyone. Take care. <laughs>